I'm J.P. Finley of NBC Sports Washington, and you are listening to Titans Football on the DHS Press Network. Go to DHSPress.com for all the news Titans fans need to know. Hello and welcome to Parkview High School where the South Lake Seahawks are getting ready to take on your Dominion Titans. A rematch of a game a year ago where the Seahawks dominated easily in a score of 42-10. I'm Varun Shunker, joined by Dominion High School journalism teacher Mitchell Schwartz. Mr. Schwartz, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Varun. It is awesome to be here with you. Sorry to be replacing Ian, who can't be here because the games have been moved to Thursday night. And we're ready for some exciting Thursday night football. Yep. It's going to be moved from Friday to Thursday as Dominion looks like they're going to get the ball first. We talked about that 42-10 to 10 victory, but both these teams look really different from last year. Yeah, they do. All the key components of last year's South Lake's big win over Dominion is gone. So we'll have to wait to see what happens tonight. Here's Robles with the kickoff. It's a booming one caught at the 20. The return now. He'll get to the 30. He's got an alley, but he'll be taken down at the 34-yard line. Steve Zegby on the return. And here's where we'll get the answer to the question that's been plaguing Dominion fans all week. Who's going to be at quarterback? And it looks like it's going to be Aiden Dolan trotting out there as a starting QB for the first time this year. Yeah, it'll be inter interesting to see how he responds to this. I mean, quarterback has not been a strength so far this year, but we'll have to see what happens tonight against the South Lake Seahawks. Dolan now in the pistol, Zegby behind him, two receivers to either side. Trey Hayes, the electric player in the slot. Ball at the 34, and looks like there is a bit of an issue with the referees here. They'll blow the whistle, and the play will be blown dead. It looks like a uniform issue. Dominion's moving from our right to left in black jerseys with white trim. South Lake's in all white tonight, going from our left to right. And it looks like Dominion's going to be taking Justin Mann out of the game. The sophomore's going to be taken out of the game and replaced with Bronson Hyatt, the senior. And now we'll get ready for the first play from scrimmage for either team. Hayes in the pistol, two receivers to either side. Sorry, Dolan in the pistol. Dolan will drop back, roll right. He'll set... Throw high, throw above Trey Hayes and nearly picked off by Joseph Dagby of South Lakes. And Dagby's a name they got to watch out for. Against Falls Church, in three plays, he showed how dangerous he can be with a 72-yard rushing touchdown, a 29-yard receiving touchdown, and an interception. And he nearly got an interception right there. Yeah, I actually like Dominion coming out being aggressive and, and going right to the air. And I hopefully they can continue that. Again, they'll come out in the same formation, but this time it will be Hayes out to the far side. Dolan in the pistol. He'll take the snap, and he's going to throw again. Rolls right. He's got time. Dolan now going to run. Dolan with no room to run. He's going to try to reverse field, and he'll be taken down after a gain of about five down to the 39-yard line of the Titans. Not bad there for Dolan showing his legs. Yeah, I mean, you want to keep South Lakes on their toes and having versatile weapons there, but they face a pivotal third and seven here, and they've really struggled in the first half so far in their three games, so hopefully that they can put together a first down here and continue this drive. Yeah, they were down in both the in all three games they played this year, but they've come out with wins in two of them against Fauquier and Clark County. This is going to be an interesting to see how they respond here with the new quarterback. Now they'll come out in the I formation, Zegby in the backfield. And they'll give it to Zegby. Zegby, the junior, dives ahead, but he's not going to be close to the first down, it looks like. Getting only three down to the 41 or 40, no, down to the 40-yard line. He got, only got one, and Dominion will be forced to punt on their first possession going three and out. Great start for the South Lakes defense. 
Yeah, fourth and four. And what most people don't realize is how important this game is, win or loss for Dominion when it comes to the playoffs. VHSL has a really awkward formula, but a win against a team of South Lake size will really benefit Dominion in the long run. Those PowerPoints are all the coaches are looking at to try to get into the playoff picture. Dominion's been there the last two years, but let's see if they're going to make it back this year with a brand new cast of characters. The punt now from Tony Lampy from the 40. He'll catch it at his own 28, and it's a booming kick. The transfer from Parkview. It'll be caught by Dagby at the 30, and he's got room to run. Dagby with room to run. He gets to the 50-yard line, and he'll be brought down at the 49, and there'll be a flag on the play. Looks like a horse collar tackle on Dominion. Yeah, that 35-yard punt is negated by that 17-yard return, and it could be another 15 tacked on. Not, not what you want to see from Dominion. When I spoke with Coach Buckwater, he talked about how the special teams has been an issue for the Titans, and you see that popping up immediately. Yeah, and it looks like it is a face mask on Dominion, so we'll see if they mark off 15 here, and that's going to move South Lakes deep into Titan territory for their first offensive play of the game. South Lakes will have a first and 10 from the Dominion 33-yard line. 10 minutes and 6 seconds left in this first quarter. And they'll come out now quarterbacked by sophomore and first-year quarterback Marcus Miles. His brother, coincidentally, played in the system here at South Lakes for three years, Devin Miles, and he was a key cog in the Seahawks' win last year. Here's a snap. Miles will take the snap, fake a handoff, and he'll be brought down. Crushing hit there by Jamari Robertson, his first game back from injury, down at the 40-yard line. And that's really what I want to see tonight is that huge dominant defensive line taking over the game. They need that. They can't let, let them have time in the backfield and, and pick them apart. They cannot, but the focus of this South Lakes team is going to be Joe Dagby, a junior. We saw his electrifying ability already when he nearly had an interception and then on that great punt return. Here come the Seahawks at the 35. They'll get it an option. The snap, it's a jet sweep and it's dropped by Miles. He'll fall on it, but it'll be a huge loss down to the tight end 48 yard line. Yeah, and Kobe Clay was right there on him. It looked like maybe he was gonna have a shot at recovering that. And this is a great start with a key third and it looks like, what, 22 to go. Yeah, great start for the Dominion defense after they were put in a terrible, posi terrible position. Ball right behind the 45-yard line. And let's see what South Lakes is able to come up with here. Eight minutes and 57 seconds left in this first quarter. Third and 22 from the 46. Miles now will call Dagby in motion. They'll give it to Dagby. Dagby makes a move. He gets to the line of scrimmage. Stiff arms a man, but he'll be brought down by Steve Zegby at the 41-yard line. And it looks like the Seahawks will be forced to punt on their first possession, not able to capitalize on the great field position. Great tackle there by Zegby. Yeah, it was really nice. He broke a couple tackles, but there was Dominion to swallow him up. And this is really what you need to see against an offense that can really explode. They went for 60 on Oakton, even though they're terrible. 60 is still 60. 60 is still 60. And the game before that, they shut out Falls Church. And the punt here is going to be knocked down by one of the South Lakes blockers. The Titans will fall on it at the 50-yard line, and that's where they'll get the ball. There you go, that's an awesome break. I mean, they have that awkward formation. They snapped it right in their own player and now Dominion takes over with only half the field to go. Can they capitalize and do something on offense this drive? Really messy start here for the Seahawks to begin the game. I mean, you had the first, the bad, uh, the drop snap by Miles and then the punt here. And it looks like it will be Aiden Dolan again 
at quarterback. They'll come out in the I formation. Zegby in the backfield. They'll give it to Zegby now in the I formation. Zegby breaks a tackle, and he'll get about four yards before he's brought down on the play. Down at the 46-yard line, it'll bring up a second and six with just about eight minutes left in this first quarter. Yeah, Zegby's really been the workhorse for Dominion this year, and he's really separated himself as the number one back in what was maybe going to be a crowded backfield. Yeah, you had him, Darius Brown, who recently transferred, and Miles Gordy, who's still here as a backup running back. They're going to be splitting time, according to Buck. And here we see the Titans come out of the pistol. Kobe Clay lines up as a tight end, slightly offset to the left. Dolan gives it to Zegby. Zegby not getting anything. Stopped after just a two-yard gain on the play. Ball now at the 46-yard line of the Seahawks. Third and six now for the Titans. And here you go, another key third down. Long distance to go. Can they put the ball in the air and have a passing presence? They've done a good job mixing it up between run and pass, but the results haven't been there. They're trying to set stuff up down the field but they haven't been able to get anything just yet. Here's Dolan in the pistol. One receiver to either side, Zegby in the backfield behind him. Seahawks showing blitz, they'll, blitz, they'll bring it. Trey Hayes gets the uh, handoff in the backfield and he'll be stuck there. Brought down for what looks to be a loss of four, maybe five on the play. And again, the Titans will be forced to punt. Great job by the Seahawks there, bringing the pressure and forcing the tackle for loss there. Yeah, that's sloppy play. When you get field position at the 50, you want to take advantage of that, and hopefully uh, Lampy can pin them deep. Yeah, it's going to be important for this Titans team to win the field position battle. That's where Tony Lampy's going to come into play. The transfer from Parkview has been a gift for the Dominion Titans, both in field goals and kickoffs and punts, pinning the opponents back deep. Here's Lampy now, the ball at the 45. He'll kick from about the 33. Here's a punt, it's a low snap, but Lampy will get it off. It's a booming kick, caught at the 18-yard line. Here's Dagby now with the return. He stops, stutters, breaks one tackle, but doesn't. The ball is loose. The ball came loose. We don't know who recovered it. The ball came loose at about the 23-yard line, but it looks like the Seahawks are going to stay with the ball. Kobe Clay on the tackle. Yeah, 38-yard punt, four-yard return. That's what you want to see out of that special teams from Dominion. That's a nice job by Lampy to pin them a little bit deeper this, this time. And they'll have a long field to work with. Let's see what Marcus Miles and Joseph Dagby are able to do. Marcus Miles hasn't been bad for a sophomore. He went 10 for 10 when he played Falls Church with 113 yards passing and showed some ability on the ground with 35 yards rushing. And against Oakton, he went 5 for 7 with two touchdowns before he was taken out. An interesting situation to look at here. If he's hurt, they're going to be down to their third string quarterback as our backup is hurt. Here's a handoff now to Dagby from the shotgun, and he'll be brought down after a gain of just two. Smothered there by this tight end defensive line, bolstered by the return of Jamari Robertson. Yeah, that was uh, Robertson and Kobe Clay on, on that tackle, and, and that's really that suffocating D that we wanted to see from the outset. Second and eight now, five minutes and 40 seconds left in the first quarter for the uh, for both teams. Ball at the uh, 26. It's a handoff now in the backfield, and he'll be taken down right there. A loss of about one down to the 29-yard line. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised Southlakes is just running up the middle there against that massive D-line that Dominion has. Yeah, but there's not much space to run on the outside either. These corners can tackle really well. We saw Zegby already come up and make a play, and that's not a weakness for this tight end team like it has been for teams in the past. Third and eight now, five minutes left in the first quarter. Ball at the 25. 
Here's Miles. He'll fake the handoff, and he's going to throw. Miles sets, throws. It's caught. First down. And he'll be brought down at the 41-yard line there. Yeah, great, great play there by Miles to get the first down and extend this drive. Yeah, he was wide open there on the uh, left side of the field. Miles Gordy with the tackle to prevent a long gain, but that would have been a key play for Dominion to take them to a fourth down there. So look, they have a first down and 10 on the 40 and a half yard line with 444 to play. Here's a handoff now and he'll get through to the second level. It's Napolitino and he'll get down to the 48 yard line. Second and three and it looks like Dominion's gonna have to really maybe change their change their tactics. Southlakes is going for really quick passes. They're not looking to hold on to it to let Chris and the rest of that D-line and Robertson come after them. It's a dominant D-line for the Titans, but you can't do much as a defensive line when they're running away from you and throwing the ball quickly. Here's uh, Miles, and he'll give it to number 31. 31 turns the corner. He's got room to run, and he'll go down to the Titan 38-yard line before being brought down. Diego White, the senior, on the carry there. Yeah, I don't know how. He must have tiptoed along that sideline to stay in bounds there, but that, that was a nice run. It was a great run indeed, and that'll bring him down to the 38-yard line, threatening now with four minutes left in this first quarter. No score yet if you're just joining us. First and 10, four. No, there was a flag on the play. They're actually moving them back to their own 42-and-a-half-yard line. Looks like it's going to be a hold on the Seahawks, and that's a killer penalty you can't have. And you can believe that coach Kevin Healy in his first year is not going to be happy about that. He took over from the previous coach who went on to Fairfax High School. He's been here as the offensive coordinator for a number of years, and he's not going to be happy to see his offense performing like they have so far. No points yet with just four minutes left in the first quarter. They'll take a timeout here, and both teams will get some water. Yeah, I'm curious to see how this game plays out with the one last day of practice and preparation. It probably shouldn't impact them too much. M more Dominion, they were late at Fauquier last week, whereas South Lakes only played their starters probably about half the game, if that, in a game against Oakton. Right, more than losing that one day, I'm interested to see they haven't been able to get outside until Wednesday because of the rain that's been around. Coach Buck said that they've been inside the gym most of the time, but with, when you're in the gym, you can't hit, obviously. And so that's gonna Im uh, impact their tackling today. And it looks like we'll see Thomas Waysgrass on the field now. He came back against Fauquier playing in the middle of that defense, replacing Darius Brown. It's going to be interesting to see how he plays with the club on his hand with a broken wrist. Yeah, it's always fun to watch a football player out there with the club. You never know how they're going to use that. Exactly. Here come the Seahawks. Trips to the near side. Miles of the shotgun. He'll hand it off. And they'll give it up the middle. And it's going to be a gain of about six on the play. And that'll make it a more manageable third down here. About three yards to go, four yards to go. Yep, that was a little shovel pass to Wilson Seneca trying to mix it up. And that's something that when O coordinator becomes the head coach, you can expect that offensively they're going to be creative. Yeah, they've got a lot of different looks. I saw them in the pregame. You see, they're trying to get Dagby the ball in a bunch of different ways and use a lot of misdirection with him. And it's something that Coach Buckwater wants to emulate as well. He wants to get the ball into Trey Hayes' hands, and he hasn't been able to do it so far. Here's a handoff now to the right side, and there's a tackle broken, and J James Earl is going to go down to about the 47-yard line, getting another first down for the South Lakes Seahawks. Yeah, that's a killer there. They had a chance to wrap him up, and he escaped. 
But it looks like South Lakes is bringing a variety of players on the offensive side of the ball. They're keeping a lot of players fresh, and they'll have the ball now at the tight end, 48-yard line. Three minutes and 15 seconds left to go in the first half. No score yet. First and 10 for the Seahawks. Here's Miles now in the shotgun. Miles fakes the handoff, and he'll pump fake, and he'll throw over the middle, broken up by Trey Hayes. Great play in the middle of the field by Trey Hayes to prevent what would have been about a 20-yard gain there. And that's what Trey Hayes brings to this defense. A big, big, uh, big, fast, menacing presence in the middle of the field. Yeah, he, he's a big playmaker, and that's what we need to see tonight. I wouldn't mind seeing a pick six out of him. Yeah. Some kind of big touchdown on offense. He needs to get involved. He suffered a cramp a few weeks ago and what looked like it might be an even bigger injury in the season opener against Clark County, but luckily he was able to stay back, and it's him and Aiden Dolan, longtime friends from childhood playing back there. They got some chemistry, and they're going to show it today. Trips to the near side, and it's a screen pass now on a bubble screen. It's caught, and he's going to get about five yards on the play. Good little bit of misdirection there by the Seahawks faking the handoff and then throwing a screen to the far side. Yeah, that was the Andrew Benedetto. So yet another South Lakes player getting involved on the offense. They're really mixing it up, not really getting one guy the ball. Two minutes, 45 seconds left in the first quarter. Third and two now. No score yet. Clock is running. Here's Miles in the shotgun. He'll fake the hand. He'll give it up the middle, fakes the throw, and look at that run there by Earl. Earl going down to the 24-yard line after breaking what looked to be about three tackles with a stiff arm and just running through another guy. Yeah, I know Buck's not happy with that tackling, and you can see him on the sideline kind of barking at his defense. They need to do a better job of wrapping up South Lakes players. He is irate, and rightfully so, as the Seahawks are now driving down at the 26-yard line of the Titans. Here's Miles now. In the shotgun, he'll give it, he'll fake the handoff to Earl and throws it. It's caught by Dagby. Dagby breaks one tackle, but he'll be brought down by a bunch of Titans players, including Trey Hayes, and there's a flag on the play. Not sure what it is just yet. Yeah, let's hope it's not on Dominion. That would have been really bad because they had him wrapped up. He was going nowhere. He was going nowhere. Let's see what the penalty is. It's a rough, uh, a personal foul on the Seahawks, and that'll push him back quite far. It looks to be about a 15-yard penalty on the play. Undisciplined play. That that'll that'll really penalize you and really hurt you. That's two penalties so far that have really ki almost killed this drive for South Lakes as they've been close to scoring here and Dominion's got to be lucky that South Lakes is shooting itself in the foot. Ball now at the 34-yard line. First and 19 with just two minutes left in the first quarter. No score yet. Miles, they'll go again with that trips look to the far side. Miles in the shotgun. He'll give it to Earl. Earl up the middle. He'll get nothing. Brought down there by two Dominion Titans. And Jamari Robertson had the first hit. I mean, he's really been active so far tonight. He's been in on a lot of plays. Robertson and Chris there joining up on the tackle. Beautiful plays by both of them. Two huge pieces on this, off, this uh, Titan defensive line. We know Chris. He's a junior. He's been playing on the varsity squad since he was a freshman. And he's starting to get offers. Maybe the best out of the legendary Chris family here at Dominion. Yeah, they've got quite a bit. They've got one brother, Virginia Tech, one at UVA. Jackie's going to be playing college basketball. And then Jimmy's looking at some top schools. Michigan he's State, of course, the Nebraska. University of Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> 
Here's Miles now. He'll drop back to pass after the fake. He's under pressure. He'll escape out of it. and But he'll be brought down eventually. Sack on the play there. Made by number 52. Isaiah Allen. Isaiah Allen, the junior. And he's been out with the hip flexor for a few weeks. But he's finally back. And you can see the speed he brings to this tight end defense. More of a pass rushing threat than a run stopper. He used to play tight end, but bulked up a bit and moved to the defensive line. And it looks like they'll force the Seahawks to punt now. Their punter, Robles, lining up at the 49 of the Titans. He'll catch it cleanly this time, and they'll get a wobbling punt out, and it will go into the end zone for a touchback. The Titans will start at their own 20-yard line. Great job by that Dominion D on that third down, stopping them, and that's what you want to see. Now they got some room on the 20, and Southlake's shooting themselves in the foot with a unnecessary roughness penalty. First and 10 now for the Titans with just 24 seconds left in the first quarter. No score so far. Both offenses looking kind of shaky. The Titans more than the Seahawks who have just been plagued by penalties. Yeah, let's see what they can get going here. Not a lot of yards so far in this first quarter. I don't even think they have a first down yet. They do not indeed. Here's Hayes, here's Dolan in the pistol. He'll drop back to pass and he'll fire a bullet. Caught at the far side by Trey Hayes for about eight yards. Yeah, that's nice to see. And again, they're coming out first down, putting the ball in the air. That's not what we've been seeing from Dominion. It looks like they're trying to change it up, get that passing game going. Is that an increase in confidence that we're seeing from Buck switching from Dar to Dolan? Does he trust Dar more? I well, mean, does he, does he trust Dolan more? I mean, it might be. Maybe he's been seeing something in practice this week. Maybe that chemistry of these guys being together for a long time is something that Buck's hoping is going to pay off. And right now, I am happy to say that we are going to have our first commercial break. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Bookkeeping is hard. There's no way around it. It's tedious, time-consuming, and often difficult work. Why should you spend your weekends working on balance sheets and looking at income statements and bake reconciliations when you can go over to Lori Chris and have it done for you, all for one low monthly fee? To get your bookkeeping done for one low fee, call 703-304-5173. Once again, that's 703-304-5173. The Chris Accounting Group, monthly bookkeeping made simple. Bookkeeping is hard. There's no... And here we are joining you in the beginning of the second quarter. 12 minutes left in this second quarter. No score yet between the Dominion Titans and the South Lake Seahawks. Dominion with the ball. They're going to be faced with the second and one from the 29, from their own 29. Here's what we've seen so far from both teams. Early passes on first down from Dominion. But South Lakes has had some impressive drives so far. They've just been shot. Uh, Delayed by penalties. Here's Hayes of the pistol. Tr uh, twins to the near side. Dolan takes the hand. Dolan gives the handoff, and it's going to be nothing doing on the play there for Kobe Clay. He's going to be brought down for a loss of about one on the play. Yeah, Dominion only had 14 yards of offense in that first quarter. Only five yards total rushing, only nine through the air. And they did, honestly didn't have a lot of opportunities. A couple three and outs, and you're not looking at a chance to get your offense into rhythm. Not going to have a lot of plays if you're going to just throw incompletions and run the ball into the dirt. They haven't done a great job so far. It's going to need to see a much better effort from the Titans. They'll be faced with a third down and two now, trying to avoid another three and out, this time deep in their own territory at the 28-yard line. 11 minutes and 27 seconds left. Yeah, they, they need this first down. I mean, th this is a must. 
Dolan in the gun. He's got Zegby behind him. He'll give it to Zegby. Zegby met in the backfield. He's going to juke, and he'll get the first down flag on the play, but it looks for now that Zegby's got the first down. Let's see what the penalty yeah, is that's, here. That's in the holding area, and that, that is not going to make Buck happy, and that's what it looks like we have, holding on Dominion. That's going to be a – that's got to – I feel bad for Steve Zegby. He had a great play there. There was a South Lakes player right in the hole, and he just evaded him and was able to scamper forward for that first down. But it's going to come back now. The Titans are going to be faced with a third and 12 now from – their own, looks like the ball's going to be at the 18-yard line. That's not what you want if you're Coach Buckwater. No, not at all. And now you almost have to go in the air because you don't want to be punting from back here. you got to give your offense some time, get in a rhythm, and give your D a little bit of a breather. Even though they're playing on offense, it's a lot less energy to be playing offense. I'd like to see if, Tate, uh, if Dolan's able to make something go with his legs. I mean, we, we know what a dynamic player he is. He'll line up in the gun, and he'll drop back, rolling to his right. He'll fire a pass that's too high again, just out of the reach of two South Lake Seahawks, including Isaiah williams Buffoe. Yeah, and that chemistry was not on display. It looked like that they were run. Trey Hayes was running a different route than what Dolan thought he was going to do because that he's, he had stopped, and Dolan went a lot deeper than where Hayes was. And they'll be forced to punt again. Lampy on for the punt. He's going to be catching this punt. Looks like at about his own seven-yard line, not where you want to be if you're him. And, of course, they've got Dagby back there to return. This could set up the Seahawks with great field position. Here's the punt now. Clean snap, clean kick, and it's a pretty good one, all things considered. It'll go out of bounds, but looks like the Seahawks are going to be faced with really favorable field position. It looks like a 32-yard punt. Put South Lakes just on the other side of the 50 at their own 49. And to me, Varun, what this shows is the importance of George Richardson last year. Without him on the side and being able to just put the ball up and knowing he's going to go up and get it, this offense has really struggled in the air. It has. Their biggest weapon is Trey Hayes. And Trey Hayes is incredible, but his lack of size for a football player, and especially a receiver, limits his explosiveness. I want to see him work more out of the slot than at the outside. Maybe put him, in the, put him in the slot, you get him against a weaker corner. You put him in the backfield, you get a matchup with linebackers. I like to see them do different things. They want to get him the ball. They got to work harder. Here's Miles now. He'll give it, and he'll keep it himself. Miles with room to run, and he'll be brought down by Miles Gordy at the 41-yard line of the Titans. Yeah, depending on the spot, that's going to be a first down for South Lakes. That was a nice play. Smart call holding on to that one. But it looks like there'll be a penalty, a holding call on the Seahawks. Another penalty saving the Titans. Yeah, this has been an ugly start to the game, and, and that's really been saving the Titans. That's three penalties now on South Lakes that have negated a couple of first downs and a couple of deep drives. It's going to be important for Dominion to capitalize on these opportunities that South Lakes has given them, and they haven't so far, and that's why we've only got a 0-0 game. I think we can clearly say that the South Lakes Seahawks looks like a much better team than the Titans so far. Yeah, so far, but... No score, and maybe that's what Dominion wants. Ben, don't break, go into halftime, come out. They've been strong in the second half against Clark County on this Parkview field, and maybe that's what they're hoping for, but I think you got to try to put some points on the board here in the first half. Miles in the shotgun, he'll drop back. He's going to be pressured immediately. It's going to be a screen pass caught by Napolitino. Napolitino is going to break a tackle down to the 46 of the Titans, and this is going to bring them right back to where they were on that last play before the holding. On that first and 20, they gained a decent chunk of yards, leaving them with about a second and six now. 
That was a great play call, taking advantage of that aggressive Titans D-line. It was, but Isaiah Allen was right there. I think it missed his fingertips by about an inch. But another penalty. Another penalty. Oh. I think a block in the back. These are the things that drive coaches crazy, and especially for first-year coach uh, Kevin Healy. He's not going to be happy to see his team performing this poorly so far. No, they need, they've got about 29 yards to go on first down, or first and 30, actually. Now let's see Dominion get aggressive, go after him when, they, when they've got to go this far. Try to create a turnover in their own territory. It's a young quarterback. He's going to have to throw deep. He's going to have to hold the ball. I want to see if you got these playmakers in the back of the defense, Zegby, Gordy, Hayes. But they'll run it here with Miles, and Miles is going to have some room to run. Missed tackle by Kobe Clay, and Miles is going to get about six yards on the carry. They're down to the 36-yard line. Missed tackle there by Kobe Clay, a real painful one for the Titans. Yeah, it might only be six yards, but six yards is a big difference. And I really want to see Jimmy Chris step up here. I mean, he's got a lot of hype surrounded by him, which means he's probably going to face a lot of double teams. But big players got to make big plays. I mean, the fact that he's occupying those double teams also means that there's going to be more opportunities for guys like Robertson and Allen, which we've seen so far. They've made some big plays. But you're right. He's got to step up and fight through those double teams. Here come the Seahawks in the shotgun. They'll hand it off to Napolitino. Napolitino with the gap. He's got room to run. Napolitino, 40, 30, 20, 10. One man to beat. And he cannot. Hayes brings him down at the one-yard line. Napolitino just one yard away from the touchdown. Yeah, that's a 45 or 46-yard scamper there, and that's a really killer. You got them at first and 30, and now they end up at first and goal on the two. That's a killer for the Titans, and they're going to be backed up here. And this is where this South Lakes team is going to probably break the game open, save for penalties and turnovers, which they have shown a propensity for so far. Here are the lineup, Miles in the gun. He'll give it to, he'll give it to Earl, and Earl will be in for the touchdown, six nothing, South Lakes, and they'll celebrate as they take the lead with nine minutes and seven seconds left in this first half. That's another two missed tackles on his way into the end zone. I don't know if they keep track of those, but I'd be curious to see how many missed tackles they have all so far in just one quarter and three minutes of play. It's a it's the first game back for a bunch of players, including Jamari Robertson and Kobe Clay. And you can see that uh, rust on these guys as uh, Robertson was beat by a screen pass. And uh, Clay just missed a few tackles there as the kick is up and it's good. 7 nothing now the score with nine minutes left in the first half. All right, now let's see how Dominion can respond. Are they going to stick with Aiden Dolan? Are they going to give A.J. Dar a shot? I mean, he's a key guy, key transfer coming in. And, you know, if he's not in at this point, then I wonder if they're just going to maybe go half and half and split it that way. Dar is dealing with that hand injury he suffered against Fokker. He hurt his left hand. And from what I heard, it was doubtful that he was going to be able to play today, but something changed uh, over the week, and he was ready. And it looks like... He is active. He's dressed. He's going to be playing, according to Buck. He, Buck said they might be splitting stats between the two quarterbacks. Kickoff coming now from Robles at the 40-yard line. Hayes and Zegby to return. They're lined up at about the, about the 13. 
The kick from Robles is up. It's a booming one. High to Zegby. Zegby will catch it at the 14, and he'll be he'll bring it out. Tries going to the near side. He's got room. He cuts into the corner. He will be pushed out of bounds at the 30-yard line. Good return there of about 16 yards by Steve Zegby. Good return, but five Seahawks chasing him. No blockers ahead of him. He did the best with what he could have. And it looks like at quarterback, we'll continue to see Aiden Dolan, A.J. Dar still on the sideline. And if you're a Dar, you've got to feel sick to your stomach. You had this quarterback job as a transfer coming in from Stonebridge. It was yours coming out of camp. And to be honest, he lost the opportunity. Yeah, I can see his hand wrapped from here, so maybe that is what's preventing him. But to me, I mean, that quarterback job is not solidified either way. You're going to need both quarterbacks to have good games at some points this year if you're going to want to go far. Dolan the pistol, motion haste to the far side, two receivers to the far side. Now they'll pitch it to Miles Gordy. Gordy looking to cut the edge. He's got nothing, tries to cut it back inside, and he's got something about a gain of one there, saving a loss on the play. Yeah, and going back to the Dar Dolan kind of back and forth, I think a trademark of Bucks teams or they get better as the year goes on. So I, I don't think anyone can write Dar off or Dolan. And I could see them just getting a lot better as the year goes on. And that's what they're going to need from them, especially as they get more into conference play. When I talked with Buck about the quarterback situation, he did say that they've given some thought to putting in Trey Hayes at quarterback. Hayes did fill in admirably down the stretch last year after Jarman got hurt. Here's Dolan now in the pistol. He'll take the snap, rolls out to his right. He'll throw over the middle, now incomplete, looking for Justin Mann, who's double-covered on the play. Risky throw by Dolan, but it'll fall harmlessly incomplete. That'll bring up a third and nine for the Titans with eight minutes and 11 seconds left. Down seven to nothing. Ball at their own 31-yard line. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that idea of going back to Trey Hayes. A lot of what he was doing back there was throwing it up and letting Richardson go and yeah. get it. And without a Richardson on the side, I agree with you. I think you've got to put, some, put him in the slot. Let him use his elusiveness, get open, little dump, and let him run. Third and nine now for the Titans, trying to avoid going three and out once again. Dolan in the pistol, trips to the near side. And the play will be blown dead. It looks to be a false start on the Titans. And the penalties we saw killing the Seahawks have now started to transfer over to the Titans. And it will bring up a third and 14 from their own 27-yard line. Yeah, that, that one's going to hurt. That's another third down penalty that takes you into definite passing territory. And again, that's not where you want to be at this point if you're Dominion. They do not want to do that. They want to run the ball. They want to run the ball, and they want to make sure that they get the ball into the hands of their playmakers, including Steve Zegby and Trey Hayes, both of whom have been Woefully quiet tonight. Here's Dolan in the pistol. Seahawks show blitz, then they'll move the linebackers back. Now the linebackers creeping up, and they'll drop back, trying to mess with Dolan a little bit. They won't come. The throw is tipped. Nearly caught there by Bronson Hyatt, but it will fall incomplete. And once again, Dolan is unable to convert for the Titans on third down, and they'll be forced to punt. Yeah, that one went through Hayes' hands, and then right to Hyatt, but it was knocked out of his. But I got to say, that wouldn't have been even close to a first down. They don't have the ability to throw down the field right now, and it's really hurting them because we see these Seahawks linebackers coming up right next to their defensive linemen, doing something similar to what the Minnesota Vikings do with the double A-gap blitz coming right up the middle. Well, that comment's above my grade, <laughs> so you're on your own there. Ball at the uh, Here's Lampy now to punt from the 15. 
Fourth and 14. The snap is low again, but it's gotten off. Bad punt here. A shanked one down to the inside the Titan 40, and this is not what Coach Buck wanted to see. Ball will be spotted at the 36-yard line for the Titans. Yeah, that's a 10-yard punt, but I got to say that's coming off of a bad snap. It's the basics that the Titans are not doing tonight. Yeah, and the Seahawks, on the other hand, have started to really hit their stride with that last drive. They've been running the ball efficiently, going to Napoleon, Miles, and Earl again and again. And we haven't seen Joseph Dagby that much. He hasn't gotten many touches compared to what I thought we'd see. No, they haven't really needed him. I yeah. mean, they're kind of gashing him, but then they have a silly penalty that takes him back, so we'll see what happens on this drive. Miles of the shotgun. He'll, he'll fake the handoff, and then he'll take it himself on the read option, gets about four on the play before he's brought down at the 32-yard line. Yeah, he was diving there under Wazegrass's club. He saw that club coming <laughs> at his head, and he just went down. Didn't want any part of Thomas Wazegrass, the junior. 7.39 left in the first half. 7-0 South Lake Seahawks lead, and they're driving the ball at the 32-yard line of the Titans. You know, it was an awesome tackler for Dominion back in the day. Is one Jason Robinson. You could always count on him to wrap someone up, and he's a loyal listener, so we love you, Jason. I was speaking to Jason, and he was going to come down to the game if they canceled classes down at Howard, but it looks like that did not end up happening. And it looks like we'll get another penalty here on the Seahawks as they'll move the ball back. Looks to be a false start on them, and that will move them back five yards down to the 37. Yep, second and 11, and this game is a result of the potential threat from the hurricane, which is why it was moved to Thursday. And just like a lot of places, we're, we're lucky that it's not even going to touch us. Yep, we got extremely lucky. A little bit of light rain today. The field's a bit wet, but it's turf, so no big issues there. Miles will take the snap. He'll throw. Little curl route. It's caught down to the 25-yard line of the Titans. A first down on the play. Yeah, Zegby there had a chance at, to wrap him up before a first down. He slipped past that one and fell right over the first down marker, and they're calling it first down South Lakes. Wilson Seneca on the catch and run for the first down there. And this has got to be killer for Buck to see. His defense is getting torn apart here by passing and running, just a lack of tackling for the Titans. Ball at the 26-yard line for South Lakes. They'll line up at the shotgun. Miles now will take it. He'll give it to Joseph da No. Yes, to Dagby. Dagby making a play. Spins out of a tackle. Dagby, 10. Five touchdowns, South Lakes, and they'll extend their lead 13 to nothing on the 29-yard run by Joseph Dagby. Yep, again, missed tackles. Cannot have this kind of tackling issues, and this might be a direct result of Dominion being inside the gym all week, not able to practice the fundamentals of tackling, and they've been hurt by it so far. Great point, Varun, but they've been... They've started, I think, late July, so I don't yeah. know if we can just call two days the result of this. Yeah, this is this is bad to say the least. Robles for the uh, extra point now. Ball at the 10. 13 to nothing. Here's the extra point to make it 14 nothing with six minutes and 20 seconds left in the first half. The kick is up and it's good. 14 to nothing. The score now for the Dominion Titans for the South Lake Seahawks above the Dominion Titans, and we're about ready to take you for a commercial. No, we're gonna have a station identification. This is DHS Press. I'm JP Finley of NBC Sports Washington and you are listening to Titans Football on the DHS Press Network.
Go to dhspress.com for all the news Titans fans. All right, we just want to thank J.P. Finley for bringing us back there after that touchdown. He came and visited us about a week ago. Varun, what would you think of that visit from J.P. Finley? Really incredible. I emailed him earlier, and he gave some great advice, and he repeated the same thing. The basic tenets of what he said was work hard if you want to be in the journalism business. It's not easy, but he's really done a great job for himself make, becoming the Redskins beat reporter, and he's going to be there as the Redskins take on the Colts this Sunday, as will I. As I just found out in the car right here today, I got tickets to the game. And here's the kickoff now by Robles from the 40. Short kick here, fielded on the hop by Zegby at the 19. He's got to make something out of nothing, and he'll slip on the wet turf and fall at the 21-yard line. Zegby trying to make something out of nothing, and he got absolutely nothing on that. Yeah, I was actually listening to J.P. Finley on the Junkies this morning on the way in, and it made me think a lot about the guys that started in this booth of Kevin and Wyatt and about what they're doing at college. Kevin's actually calling games for Bridgewater College, and we'll be tweeting out links to him, and Wyatt is working with ESPN down at Virginia Tech because they're going to be streaming a lot of hokey sports. That's incredible. Ball now at the 20-yard line for the Titans. They'll line up in the I formation. Zegby in the backfield. Dolan in at quarterback. He'll give it to Zegby. Zegby powering forward for his first moderately sized gain of the night for about six on the play down to the 26-yard line of the Titans. Varun, if I could put you on the spot here, I think all of our listeners would love to know what you did to get in trouble that you have to go to the Redskins-Colts game this Sunday. Listen, FedEx Field gets a bad rap. I've been there one time. I thought it was perfect. Got great seats up in the 200 level, just above where everyone's standing. Great view right at midfield, so I'm excited. Should be a great day to see Adrian Peterson put a whooping on the Colts' defense as the Titans try to put a whooping here on the Seahawks. They'll go out again in the I formation. Gordy now in the handoff, and he'll get taken down after a gain of just one. And the Titans can't get anything going as I'll bring up a third and about four here with about five and a half minutes left in the first half. Yeah, they're not moving the ball. They're still looking for their first first down of the game, which is not what you want to see with about 5.20 to go here in the second quarter. And this is, this is really bad for the Titans because they got the ball first to start this game. They got the ball first, and for them, they've got to score here and get a stop because if you go down 14 nothing at halftime with the South Lakes getting the ball, this game could, could, it could get uh, late real early for the Titans. Here's Hayes in the pistol on third and five. He'll fake the handoff, and he'll have to run here. He'll throw off his back foot, caught by Hayes. Beautiful catch there by Hayes, but he's, he's going to stay up. Broke through a big hit, and he'll dive forward for a first down at the 38-yard line of Dominion. Great play there by Trey Hayes, showing off that incredible ability that he has. Yeah, he showed off that vertical leap as he went up to get that ball, and they needed that. They, I mean, re they really did the first first down of the game for the Titans, and... They're going to need to get the ball in the hands of their playmakers like Trey Hayes and Steve Zegby in space. Zegby's gotten the ball, but he's been clogged behind both the defensive and offensive lines, and he's just not able to get into the open. I like to see them match him up on linebackers as we've got a stoppage in play here briefly. As a referee, it looks like there's going to be an issue with Hayes. Hayes is taken out of the game here, replaced by number 15, Brendan Dillon. The lineup in the I formation, Kobe Clay in at his fullback. They'll give it to Zegby. Zegby again thunders forward, but he's able to get nothing there, about two, three yards, if that. 
down to the 42-yard line of the Titans. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing them put Zegby into motion, maybe then look to throw the ball to him and, and see if you can't get that mismatch that you were talking about against the linebacker. Give Hayes, give Dylan uh, Dolan some easy plays to look at. You motion a guy out, you see if the defense is in man or zone, and then for him it's just about picking the right matchup, and he's able to do that. That's not something that is over Dolan said. He's been in the system for a while. Here they come lining up in the pistol. The Seahawks will bring a blitz, so give it to Kobe Clay. Kobe Clay's got some room on the outside, and he will be brought down after a gain of about five, a yard short of the first down here, bringing up a crucial third down. Yep, third and one, but this is what you want to see. You want short yardage situation. you got to figure you can get one yard with this offensive line. If you can't get one yard, that's going to be a, leave a bad taste in the mouth of both Coach Buck and this offense. You might just see a quarterback sneak here, to be honest. The easiest thing, you need the first down more than anything. Cannot let this drive end here. And the Titans will call a timeout here as they'll try to regroup before what's honestly a really important uh, third and one early in this game. Yeah, and, and if I know some of the people listening, like Kevin and Wyatt, I, I just hear RPO in my ears yeah. <laughs> right now of maybe giving him those those choices because that's something that he's got to do because when they stack the line, you can't just stick to the run if that's what's called. Yeah, you've got to be able to be versatile, and he needs to have a few more options than he's had so far. They've lined up in the eye, and they're just trying to thunder forward. I like to see them spread it out, bring in four receivers, and then put uh, Zegby in the backfield and give him the ball from the pistol. Spread out this South Lakes defense, force them to go into the nickel, bring in that extra corner, and let's see if Zegby's able to make a big play because we've seen him break some huge runs, especially in the Clark County and Potomac Falls games where he had runs over 50 yards. Yeah, and Kobe Clay seems to be laboring there in that timeout. He got crushed by Zay williams Buffalo, and it looks like he's feeling it on, on that one. Got to see. he's for, Again, first game back for him from injury as the Titans line up now in, in the I formation for this crucial third and one. I would think you're just going to run up the middle, get yeah. that first down, and keep the ball rolling. Don't put the ball in the air here. That's just not what's needed. Would you give the ball to Clay or Zagby? I'd give it to Clay. Yeah, he's the bigger guy. Can maybe get that extra yard power forward, push the pile. Ball at the 46-yard line of Dominion. They'll come out of the I formation, one receiver to either side. Third and one. And it's, Do it's Dolan for the QB sneak, and he'll power forward, and he'll easily get that first down down to the 51-yard line on that. Oh, yeah, got that push in the back from Clay, a la Reggie Bush, Matt Liner, yeah. back in the day back for the day. for football fans. And that's an important first down. This is the first real drive that they've had all game. Might as well keep beating up the clock in the first half, try to put some points on the board. And we'll see Robbie Fry get into the game. And Robbie Fry, the basketball player, Listen, you want to get some height into this game. You talked about George Richardson, how you could throw it up to him. These are some guys you can do that with. Robbie Fry, Justin Mann, even Chaz Donaldson, who's in our broadcast class. These are big guys you can throw the ball up to and see if they can come down with some big plays. Dolan in the shotgun. He's got Zegby behind him, now making it the pistol. He'll drop back to pass. He's under pressure. Dolan's going to run. He jukes out of one tackle. He's got room to run. Dolan's going to get blindsided from the back, but he'll go down at the 30, at the 40-yard line. A great gain there by him for what looks to be just short of the first down marker there, bringing up a second and one. Two and a half minutes left, in just under two and a half minutes left, and the Titans may be threatening here to get some points, and at the very least, you want to see him get into field goal range for Tony Lampy, who we've seen made some huge kicks. Buck talked about how big his leg is. He hit a 45-yarder against Clark County, 
And honestly, if they're not able to convert in the red zone, we could see Tony Lampy coming out for what could be the only points the Titans are going to get in the first half to avoid a shutout. Trips to the far side. Now Dolan in the gun. And it looks like there'll be a timeout taken by the Titans here, stopping the clock right before... No, it looks like the, t the Seahawks are going to call a timeout, trying to reset their defense here before this second and one. Two minutes and six seconds left. And what do you think so far? Yeah, and th that, that was the play that you were looking for. Dolan dropped back. He looked like he was going to go deep, pulled the ball down, and made a play with his legs and picks up nine yards. And uh, nine yards on first down. Now the whole field is open to you. Do you want to run it, pick up an easy first down? Do you want to maybe look deep? stretch that defense that hasn't really respected the deep ball so far. They have not respected that deep ball indeed. It's gonna be interesting to see if, like in the Clark County game, you're gonna see the Titans break open with a deep pass to Trey Hayes. It's something that's worked for them in the past, and if Hayes can get behind this, uh, get behind Dagby and the other safety for the Seahawks, we could have a big play and a, whole, a totally different game in the hands. It's very different going down 14-7 and 14-0 for both the psychology of the team and the score itself. Here's Dolan now in the pistol. He's going to run the option now with Zagby. Dolan's got room to run, and he'll be brought down at the 31-yard line, but flag on the play right on the head. It looks like it's going to be on the Seahawks. Let's see what the penalty is. Yeah, Seahawks are backing up, and that's going to make a 9-yard play. Looks like turning 24 yards. That's a face mask. That's another costly penalty for the Seahawks, something that's kept Dominion in the game. That, that, that's just a five-yard face mask, so that puts Dominion on the 27. And now, I mean, if, if you're the Titans, you can't be thinking field goal. you got to punch this in and make yeah. it a one-score one game. Got to get points, and specifically, you got to get six points when you get down here in the red zone. Ball at the 26, Dolan in the pistol. Dolan will pitch it to Zegby. Zegby trying to get room to the outside. He's got nothing. He's going to be brought down for a gain of about one on the play. Yeah, he hasn't been able to get going this game, which is surprising considering the last two weeks that he's had as the lead back, especially with Darius Brown no longer on the Titan roster. Yeah, Brown transferred to O'Connell High School, and it looks like Zegby's going to come out of the game here to get a breather as Miles Gordy's going to come in at running back. Titans lining up in the I formation. Kobe Clay is a fullback. Gordy behind him. Second and one. They'll give it to Gordy. Gordy drops the snap, drops the handoff from Dolan, and looks like he fell on it just in time, avoiding what would have been a terrible mistake for the Titans here. Yeah, that's not what you want to see now. They're at third and long again. But can Trey Hayes make another play in the air? We'll have to wait and see. Yet another timeout. 55 seconds left on the clock. So now clock's an issue. You can't. Keep running the ball, running the ball, and expect that you're going to have a chance to punch this one in. Yeah, they've got they've got two timeouts left, or no, one timeout now after this one they just took. I'd like to see them give Hayes the ball on a screen pass. Maybe just toss it out to him on a bubble, little bubble screen, give him some room on the outside of this defense to work, and just make a play because you got to give the playmakers opportunities. It's something Buck talked about. He said he wanted to give Hayes about 10 touches in a game. And they've had opportunities to give him the ball, but whether it's miscues with the handoffs or bad passes, it just hasn't got there often enough. No, I think so far he's had one touch in the game for that first down reception, which he had to really go up to get that one. 
Yeah, they've Dolan's been missing high pretty often. And that's not what you want to do. If you're going to miss, you're going to miss low because when you miss high, those things normally turn into interceptions. Dolan now in the pistol. Trips to the near side. Third and eight. Dolan's going to take the snap. He's going to throw. It's tipped at the line of scrimmage. And the Titans are going to be forced to play for three points. Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, it didn't look like anyone was open anyways, so maybe that's actually a good thing that that one got tipped. And it looks like Lampy's coming out to attempt a 45-yard field goal. It's going to be interesting to see if he's able to replicate what he did. It's a great story for Tony Lampy. This was his football stomping grounds a few, uh, just a year ago, but when Parkview canceled their season, he and many other players decided to transfer over to Dominion to continue their football careers. And Coach Buck said that the process has been almost seamless in integrating these players. Yeah, and confusion on the Dominion side is they were missing a player on the line and they end up having to call a timeout. Really sloppy execution, and you can see Buck is not happy. Looks like Chaz Donaldson didn't know if he was gonna be going in or not, kept walking back and forth. And that that's not what you want for a field goal unit. Special teams has to be an important phase of the game. Fourth and 10, 50 seconds left in this first half. Titans now down 14 to nothing playing the South Lake Seahawks. What do the Titans need to do to get back into this game? They, they got to make a big play. You got to see a turnover on defense, maybe to start the second half or shut them down. They got to punch a ball in, but they haven't shown that they can make a big play on offense so far. So let's see what they change it up at halftime. They got to make some adjustments here. Here's the field goal try from the 35, a 45 yard kick here for Lampy. Let's see what he's able to do here. Trying to give Dominion some points heading in to the ha into halftime. Ball at the 35, the snap is good, the kick is up, and it's gonna be blocked, and it's gonna be nowhere near, and that's not what the Titans needed, but it's exactly what they're gonna get, and it's representative of what they've done this first half, as they're not able to get points on what was probably their most promising drive of the night. Yeah, that's a low line drive. I don't even know if that got tipped. That, was, that wasn't even close. And like you said, that was their best drive by far. I mean, it was the only drive they've had so far. And now with 45 seconds left, let's see what South Lakes does. Do they just take a knee and go into halftime happy? Or do they try to really, you know, pound it in here? If I'm them, I've had they've had their way with the Dominion defense so far. So if I'm them, I'm trying to get points here. And we see A.J. Dar on the field now playing uh, defense. So that's interesting to see him with that wrapped up left hand playing on the other side of the football. Yeah, I was thinking that he'd be a lot more hurt because we haven't even seen him warming up, but they have him out there. We'll see if they can contemplate a switch at halftime as Dar's going to be playing slot corner. They'll throw a screen pass here, caught by Dagby. Dagby's got room to run, breaks one tackle, and he'll get about nine down to the 29-yard line. Clock running here, 38 seconds and counting. Yep. And, oh, penalty uh, holding on the Seahawks, and I think that'll probably end up being our half there with yeah. that one. Them go, they're going back to the 10-yard line. They're not going to try anything from here. It's too risky. Plus, they're going to be getting the ball to start the second half. So you don't want to risk any miscues here to give Dominion any sort of momentum before they head into halftime. Titans. Oh, stay tuned for our halftime show. Varun did an awesome interview with Coach Buck, and Coach Buck also did a great commercial for us. Incomplete pass here from Miles over the head of the receiver. It's going to be incomplete. Clock stop with 33 seconds left, second and 10 now. 
I don't know what they're doing throwing that ball. I mean, yeah. that that had pick six written all over uh, when it went off the top of his helmet. That's risky. I don't know what they're trying to do here. Maybe just trying to see if they can get a short play that develops into something. I mean, we've seen Dominion's tackling woes so far, so they're probably seeing if they can get something uh, short and make a big play out of nothing. Anything for them right now is extra, to be honest. They've got 14 points and the ball, and if not for the penalties, this lead would be much bigger. The Titans need to step up. And it looks like Miles will take the snap from the shotgun. He's going to take it on the read option. He's got room to run. He's going to go down the right sideline. Miles is going to step out of bounds after getting the first down at the 20. No, not quite the first down because remember those penalties oh, the there. Penalty, it's actually right. going to be third and 10 from the 20. But third. no worries here again for Dominion. At this point, you just want to go into halftime down 14. Let your team make adjustments. This is eerily similar to Clark County when they came out and they really came out on fire. Uh, Buck said that his team has a problem with coming out flat. They did come out flat against Fakir before rallying in the fourth quarter to win, but this is a different team than Fakir. Fakir is a good team, but South Lakes is a perennial, I don't want to say powerhouse, but that they're about the closest thing we've got to a powerhouse. As a pass is a screen to the right side, caught on a low pass, but he'll be pushed out of bounds by Hayes after about six yards on the play. Catch made there by Andrew Benedetto. Looks like about fourth and two with 19 seconds left. So maybe Dominion will get the ball back. Let's see if Trey Hayes can maybe make a play on a punt return, although we'll see what South Lakes is going to do here. I mean, they, they cannot take any risk here of throwing the ball or even trying to run the ball for a first down. They've got to punt it here, but if they do punt it, I mean, are you going to punt to Trey Hayes? I wouldn't just because of his reputation. His reputation precedes him, but let's see what they're going to do. No, they're running the clock. I mean, he was out of bounds. I don't know why they're doing that, but that's going to be half. That's going to be halftime, and we're just about ready to take it to the halftime show as the Dominion Titans are really not looking too good so far. They are saved by a plethora of penalties by South Lakes High School. The Seahawks have not done a great job so far. We're... Not sure if the Titans have the fire in them to come back and come back from a two-touchdown deficit. Yeah, this is going to be key. I mean, a win here, what it means for power points, what it means for a playoff opportunity. They've already got a loss to Pot Falls, and I, we found out today that they will not be having a 10th game this year. That Parkview game is not going to be made up, and I don't know how VHSL is going to factor that in to the power points, but that, that could make this almost a must win for Dominion. It's going to be important for them to come out in the second half and get a quick stop on uh, South Lakes because South Lakes has had their way this so far this game. If not for a few penalties, this would be a much different score, and it would not be one that Titans fans are happy to see. No, and to be honest, I couldn't really tell if there were any Titan fans. We haven't yeah. heard a sound <laughs> up here. And with the game being on a Thursday and there's a field hockey game, there's a lot of other events going on. Games I mean, at Parkview instead of Dominion. Students haven't really showed up, but they're going to have to get used to that. Next Friday's game will also be here at Parkview as the turf field is still yet to be ready. It was supposed to be ready for this week, but some difficulties with the rain, some delays have all brought us here. And Man, listen, and for the Titans, it's going to be important for them to be able to rally behind this. I talked to Buck and asked him what the impact of having to play here was, and he said that there wasn't much of an impact, but there is in the fact that you don't have the D-block presence that you normally have. No, you don't, but I know Buck, and 
I know his family's listening. He appreciates that. There's no way he's going to allow that to even factor into this. The field's the same size. The players have no excuse for coming out flat yet again. They're going to have to figure this one out in the next 15 minutes. But why don't we go ahead now, Varun, to your interview with Coach Buck. Hello and welcome to the Titan Football Halftime Show. My name is Rune Shunker. I'm joined now by head coach Carl Buckwalter. Coach, how are you? Doing great. I'm doing great. Coming off a, uh, a pleasant uh, victory uh, out of Fauquier High School and a uh, lightning uh, event. Let's talk about that game against Fauquier. You guys were down 14-13 to and then Aiden Dolan came in after A.J. Dar got hurt and led a touchdown drive. How did it feel to come back? For a victory like that, that was a big victory for us. Um, if you're there, or you you heard through the grapevine, we're, we're very sluggish right now, um, both offensively, defensively, special teams. We gave up huge play to keep uh, them in the game. Um, you know, we just haven't played real well right now. Uh, we're working on a bunch of things uh, to get the kids uh, more enthusiastic and get them uh, to hopefully enjoy football a lot more. They had one first down going into the fourth quarter, mm -hmm. and uh, they had one yard rushing going into the fourth quarter. But then again, going into the fourth quarter, they were still 13-7 to seven because of you know, just three phases of the game. Uh, special teams faltered on, and they ran a kickoff back to the one. Mm -hmm. So and that's how they got their touchdown. Got it. So the game's been moved to Thursday from Friday due to Hurricane Florence. How does that impact your team's preparation? Well, it does impact us some because we haven't been able to get outside. Today will be actually the first time we've been able to get outside. Um, we, you know, we, we couldn't practice like some other teams, including South Lakes, who has a turf field uh, because ours is, is waterlogged. We can't get out there and we get nothing done. So we've been in, in the gyms and trying to get done what we can and trying to fine-tune some stuff. So you just got to change your mindset and, and make do with what you have. How does that affect training guys in terms of hitting? Because you can't do that indoors. So Yeah, I mean, you can get some, like, quote-unquote thud stuff, but you can't take people to the ground because you're on the on the uh, the wood and whatnot, and we don't want to be doing that, right? you know, for our kids. But So it is a lot different, and uh, it slows the game down because um, you really can't go full speed. You have no passing in the gym. Right. I mean, you, you really can't do any of that type of stuff. So uh, today's going to be a critical day being outside. Uh, your quarterback, A.J. Dar has only started and finished one game out of the three that you've played. What's the confidence level in him right now? Well, we have confidence in, in all of our guys. I mean, we, there's a fine line be, you know, with between all the quarterbacks. And, um, you know, there's, there's not one that's really leaps and bounds above the other. So we're confident in all of them. And I say all of them, and I'm including Trey Hayes in there. I mean, Trey Hayes was our quarterback last year when Jarman went down. And, uh, you know, he's something – someone we can go to if, if need be, and he's, he's a heck of an athlete. Um, but A.J. came out uh, Friday, and he had this big, huge contusion, which did scare me because it was, it was, it was huge, um, oh, you know, swelling on his hand. Uh, but the swelling's gone down. He's still icing it and things like that. Aiden did come in, and he, uh, he's, you know, Aiden's a competitor, and he's a, he's a heck of an athlete. And he took us down the field with his legs, and, uh, you know, that, that gave us a spark. Have you ever given a thought to maybe playing both quarterbacks during games in the way that Alabama's doing now with Tua and Jalen Hurts? We have. We have, and, and uh, that may come to fruition. We'll just see how it goes. Uh, we're, we're working to, um, to get our offense off the, off the ground, so to speak, and flying. And, and is, uh, I've been talking to Coach uh, Holland, our offensive coordinator. We've we got to get Trey Hayes the football. Mm -hmm. You know, if you look back and in the games that he's played, he's touched it two or three times. He's, 
he's done great things with it. We got to get him the ball 10 to 15 times, and that's uh, that's that's got to happen because he's going to make plays. Um, he touched it three times against Falkir. He got a 50-yard run. He scored once, and he caught another ball. Um, so we got to get him the football. Has there been any thought to moving Trey to an option quarterback? Well, we not an option quarterback, but you know we feel that AJ and and Aiden are, are very very capable of of handling the duties there and they and getting us on the right path. So we're going to work that route. I mean, you know, Trey came in last year as an emergency. And he did a fantastic job. But we know he, he, he's back there. He's an athlete. He can just play street ball, so to speak. And I say that from back in the day in 216 when we had Vashawn McCants, who now starts at Towns in a corner. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he's a super athlete. Right. And, and he can throw, and you're obviously not going to catch him. Mm-hmm. Does having an option like Aiden Dolan, who knows the system and was close to getting the starting job out of camp, affect how short the leash is for a guy like A.J. Dar? No, I don't even like to use the, the word short leash and stuff like that. I mean, we got players, and if one person is 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 doing the job, then that's great. And if uh, we need a little spark and a little bump. But they've both been getting great coaching since – you know, since the spring, mm-hmm. so it's not it's not one of those. You know, you pit one against the other. We, they, we're not right. going to do that at right. all. But if they both end up sharing the job, great. If it helps our Titans win football games, great. We're going to do whatever it takes to win football games with with the personnel. Got it. Darius Brown, who recently transferred, uh, how does a loss of him affect the team this year, both on the field and off the field? Well, I mean, people make choices. Next man up. Next man up. Next man up. That's what you got to do. That's like when the Parkview uh, students came over. I mean, they came over to compete, mm-hmm. and that's what's going to happen no matter what, whether it's, you know, somebody new that comes in or somebody, you know, someone gets hurt and uh, they can't play, the next man s- steps up, and that's just competition. That's life. You got to move on. You, you spoke- don't dwell on the past. We don't dwell on what we don't have. Mm-hmm. We only mm-hmm. worry about what we do have. Got it. You spoke about those Parkview transfers. How have they been ingratiating themselves into the team? Tremendous. Uh, it's been seamless, in my opinion. Um, it's a tough situation for them, but our Titans uh, welcome them with open arms. And it's a, it's a phenomenal thing here in Titan territory. And, and it, it all starts at the top. Dr. Brewer has built a phenomenal culture of anybody that comes in here to Titan territory is welcome with open arms. And our, our kids just embrace them. And uh, to the point of, um, you know, we took a team picture and then they came in. And so just to make sure that they were in the team picture, we took another team picture mm-hmm. with them in because they're Titans right, now. Right. And uh, they're contributing in major ways. They're super young men. And uh, we're very fortunate that they, uh, they came over. One of them, Tony Lampy, has really impressed me and my broadcast partner, Ian, with his big leg. How has the ability to have longer field goals and longer kickoffs affected the way you coach? Well, it doesn't affect the way I coach, but it, it affects our team on, on where we start and, and things that we can do. I mean, I know just like against uh, Clark County, when we got to the 35, I mean, Tony can right. hit it, and right. he did. He did, 45. 45-yard you know, field goal. So if we get to in that area and we stall out, we know we have an opportunity to get points, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to work to get points any which way we can. But also on kickoff, which we struggled with one time um, against Falkir, I mean, we got to kick it in the right spot. Right. And uh, next, the kids got to execute, and they got to run down, which – we didn't, mm-hmm. and then they got to make a tackle, which we didn't, and then that's how, you know, we have a chance to break open a game, 
it's 13 to nothing, and all of a sudden we're we're in a dogfight with a team that's got one first down. Mm-hmm. Steve Zegby has emerged as a star for this team, both at running back and at corner. What allowed him to make such a big jump from year two to year three? He's a tremendous player. He's got uh, he's got a super burst at running back, and um, you know he's he's a very good corner and he, and he makes plays. And he came through and made a couple plays uh, on Friday night as well. But um, you know we also have Miles um, Gordy is now stepping up and he's got to share the load with. Uh, Steve at running back and Miles is also a tremendous tremendous corner and that's another you know person that's come in from Briar Woods Mm -hmm. and what did the Titans do we embraced him Mm -hmm. and then they compete and you know it doesn't matter who was here I mean it's just you're going to compete and if you win the job it's yours you guys are a week away from being able to play at Titan Field on the 21st how has playing at Parkview affected your team it really hasn't I mean it's nice to play at home Mm -hmm. but you know, we're only a few miles away. Right. So it's not like we have to travel that far. Right. And and I think it's kind of neat also because now we have those those Parkview gentlemen that came over. Right. So I think it's really brought both communities together. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a blessing in right. disguise, so to speak. Um, and they kind of bridge the gap and, and you know, bring our, our, our two communities together as one because now they're over there playing on – Basically, their home field, right? Which is pretty cool. I yeah, mean, when, it's got to be pretty nice for when them. When Tony kicked that field goal mm-hmm. on his home field in an opening game, great field. That was pretty good. Yep. I mean, that was pretty cool. That was really cool. Once again, thank you so much to Coach Carl Buckwalter for giving us that interview. We're just about ready to take you back to the second half, where your Dominion Titans are taking on the South Lake Seahawks. Hey, Titans! It's Coach Buckwalter. Hiding your smile under your helmet. Here at Barracot Orthodontics, they can certainly help. As a premier orthodontist in Sterling, they've treated countless Titans, and they love to have you as patients. Come see them for a free consultation and get going on a great smile. They specialize in braces and Invisalign. When you come in, mention you heard it here on the broadcast for a special discount and a fun surprise. After all, we get it. It's all about your game face. Let's go Titans. Bookkeeping is hard. There's no way around it. It's tedious, time-consuming, and often difficult work. Why should you spend your weekends working on balance sheets and looking at income statements and bake reconciliations when you can go over to Lori Chris and have it done for you, all for one low monthly fee? To get your bookkeeping done for one low fee, call 703-304-5173. Once again, that's 703-304-5173. The Chris Accounting Group, monthly bookkeeping made simple. I'm J.P. Finley of NBC Sports Washington, and you are listening to Titans Football on the DHS Press Network. Go to dhspress.com for all the news Titans fans need to know. Hello, and welcome to the second half where the Dominion Titans are taking on the South Lake Seahawks. Dominion has not looked sharp so far as they're down 14 to nothing. They honestly have been pitiful so far in all three phases of the game. They haven't gotten anything going on offense. Defensively, they've missed tackle after tackle. And on special teams, they've given up big punt returns and missed a field goal. Let's not talk about that right now, Mr. Schwartz. Let's move and talk about the NFL. We got a bit of time here. What did you think? What were the big takeaways from the NFL week one? Well, being an Eagles fan, I was happy that they came away with a win on opening night there. They did not look good. I don't. I didn't think Foles looked great, but... But if they can get a couple wins before Wentz comes back, I'm happy. But 
I'm shocked. Your Redskins actually came out and destroyed the Cardinals, and Adrian Peterson looked like the Adrian Peterson of old. Listen, I've been telling everyone all offseason, our defensive line is legit. You got Allen, you got Payne, you got Ayadanis, you got everyone there, and they're putting a hurt on opposing quarterbacks and opposing running backs. They limited David Johnson, who we all know is an electric player, to less than 100 total yards of offense. And listen, this secondary, they call themselves the flight marshals because when you're trying to throw on them, it's a no-fly zone. DJ Swearinger, Quinn and Dunbar, uh, Josh Norman, and Monte Nicholson, who I really love. Speed, size, tackling, hitting. He's got it all. He's a total package. And the skins, my friend, are looking mighty good for the rest of this year. It's good to know that you're one of those fans that with overreaction for week one and you're hyping into listen, that defense. Listen. But, hey, if you're a Redskins fan, what else are you going to do? Exactly. You've got to pin your hopes on week yeah. one. This is, this is the happiest I've been as a Redskins fan for a very long time. Let me enjoy this moment. Well, hey, I mean, you looked a lot better than some of these other teams that came in with hype. I mean, Jimmy G and the 49ers, oh, hey, rough, rough, how's that 39 million taste right now there? Yeah, that was rough there for Jimmy G. Threw a few picks, threw a lot of picks, actually. And honestly, for them, they went on the road week one playing against probably the best team in the NFC, no offense to your Eagles, in the Vikings. But listen, Jimmy G didn't look great. Their defense didn't look great, but they lost by a touchdown, and they rallied at the very least. You saw that great play by Jimmy G spinning out of a sack and then throwing to Dante Pettis, who then had this incredible cat celebration where he's licking himself and cleaning himself. I love it. I mean, I'm all here for all that flair. And when you talk about flair, you can't forget about Antonio Brown and the Steelers who tied the Cleveland Browns. And is there anything more Cleveland Browns-esque than snapping your losing streak with a tie? No, and that doesn't even count. I mean, <laughs> typical Browns fashion. They screw up at the end, but... I got to say, that says a lot. Everyone loved James Conner, but if you can't beat the Browns on week one without Le'Veon Bell, maybe you shouldn't be trashing him in the press and you should be begging him to come back. That offensive line, that was really weird because you normally don't hear any athletes talking about another man's contract. I mean, you don't hear this ever. And it was really, really quite shocking to see Ramon Foster and uh, Pouncey of the Steelers talking about it. And you saw their shot subliminally to uh, Bell as after Connor's touchdown, the entire offensive line goes and hugs him, saying, this is our guy now, Le'Veon. You can you can sit out a few more weeks if you want. Yeah, until he shows up yeah, until he shows and they love him. <laughs> and they'll love him for it. I don't think he's getting a contract offer from them. I think he's gone after this year. And honestly, if I was them... I would have uh, traded him over the offseason. I know many teams that would love a stud running back like that. Hey, but the problem is once you get past that July, I think, 14th deadline and you trade him, yeah. he can't sign a long-term deal. And no one's going to give up anything, well, maybe except Gruden and the Raiders, for oh, a one-year rental. Let's talk about Gruden and the Raiders quickly because that was absolutely calamitous. I mean, he's talking about player – Khalil Mack didn't want to play or has my guy, John Gruden, never heard of a player holdout. I mean, li listen, I heard a rumor that since the Raiders are moving to Vegas, they don't have the cash on hand or the ability to take a loan of the size to pay Khalil Mack. So it's not a salary cap issue as much as it is a cash on hand issue. Yeah, not to bore people, but apparently you have to have a certain percent of the money in escrow when yeah. you sign a player to a contract. But that's typical Davis family Raiders <laughs> football. And then you saw what he did against the Packers after being in Bears camp for about a day. Yeah, I mean, listen, Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback in the NFL. Sorry, Tom Brady. When you can 
play on one leg and flick it down the field 60 yards with a flick, a flick of your wrist, then I'll call you the most talented quarterback. But Aaron Rodgers showed everyone why you got the Bears with the nice hype with Kalumak. You got the Vikings with their nice new toys and uh, Kirk Cousin. You can't forget about A-Rod and this Packers team, no matter how bad that defense is. No, and I hope Wyatt's listening right now because your, your boy Mitch Trubisky, wow, he really <laughs> did a great job of holding Yikes. on to that lead. Yeah, it was a rough, <laughs> rough day for Mitch Trubisky. Got to be a little bit more aggressive if you're him. And listen, Mitch Trubisky's playing a lot like Aiden Dolan has so far. Dolan's only got 20 yards passing, 15 yards rushing so far, two for seven throwing the ball, and that's not what you want from your quarterback. No, and actually as the Titans came out, when most teams stretch and move around on the field, they've been huddled in the end zone for the last three minutes just talking, and I think they understand the gravity of this half and what it might mean for their playoffs. This I mean, is going Zegby's, I think, only got 15 yards on six carries. I mean, they have nothing offensively at all. They got 48 r yards rushing. They've got 20 yards passing. No first downs in the first quarter. Only two for the game as a whole. Listen, if you're Dominion, you got to come out with a lot more energy. You got to come out with a lot more fight. And honestly, you just got to execute these plays better. The offensive linemen need to block better. Dolan's got to give himself a little bit more time by extending plays and keeping his eyes downfield. And these receivers need to make him look good. The job of a receiver is to make their quarterback look good. And so far, these receivers have been woefully inadept at that. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of tough to say that. There really haven't been many balls thrown even within the vicinity of them. Now, I think the key here is that defense, you got to go three and out to start the second half. You cannot let the South Lakes team get a long drive into Dominion territory, get your defense tired once again. You need a three and out, and you need a good score at a good, solid drive by this offense. Yeah, and sometimes defense has got to pick up the offense by creating a turnover, something. Let's see something positive out of that those Titans D here on this first drive. Ball on the 40 here is Lampy's just about ready to kick off. We're here bringing you the second half as the Dominion Titans take on the South Lake Seahawks. Here's a kick from Lampy. Lampy kicks it deep down the field. It's fielded at the three yard line. Dagby stumbles as he picks it up. He's gonna try making a play here. He'll break a tackle and the Dominion Titans tackling woes continue as Dagby will power down to the 26 yard line. Spun out of a tackle from Kobe Clay that would have stopped him inside the 20 as Trey Hayes finally brings him down. And that defense comes on the field. It looks like Jimmy Chris isn't moving at 100% out there, which is maybe why he's ha that D-line isn't having a great second quarter. They came out on fire, wrapping everybody up. Robertson was showing how much he was missed, and now they, they really got gashed in the second quarter. Let's see what they can do here to start the second half. Let's see, indeed, as we'll see Miles and this offense go to work once again. 11.48 left in the third quarter. Titans down 14 to nothing. Miles in the shotgun. He'll catch it and go for the option. He's got room to run, and that three and out hope is gone. Miles running into Dominion territory. The ball is loose. The ball is loose, and there's a huge scrum, but there's also a flag on the play. The ball is down at about the 39-yard line. Not sure who's got it. It will be a Dominion, looks like to be Dominion football. Call me Troy Aikman. I said we need a turnover, and Dominion <laughs> got a turnover. And I don't think there's a flag. He was throwing the sandbag out to ah, mark where the, the fumble happened. Great play there by Trey Hayes. We talked about his defensive ability. And listen, he forced a fumble, and the Titans now 
No, what? it looks like the Titans did not recover the fumble. They're going to call him down at the 45. Oh, Bad luck. Killer play for the Titans there as Miles is going to throw a screen pass now to Dagby. Dagby catches a high throw, and he'll scamper forward for three yards. Rough break there for the Titans. They thought they had what was going to be a game-changing play, but. A.J. Dar on the tackle, and it's interesting to see him out there on defense and we'll see what he's going to do maybe on offense in the second half. I mean, AJ Dar's a big guy. He's 6'1", 180 and he's going to be playing linebacker and I've seen him blitz off the edge multiple times. He's got speed and he's got size, so might want to just get him on the field any way possible. Ball now at the 42-yard line of the Titans. Here's Miles now in the shotgun. He'll give it to Napolitino. Napolitino breaks into the secondary. He's got room to run, and he'll be brought down, but not after getting a first down and more down to the Dominion 22-yard line. Touchdown saving tackle by Kobe Clay there, but this is not what you needed to start the second half. Big plays, big holes opening up for Southlakes. That Dominion D has to tighten up here. The Dominion D has been gashed on the ground. They've been giving up holes and big plays. On almost every play, Miles again in the shotgun, Napolitin next to him. They'll fake the handoff to Napolitin. It's tipped at the line of scrimmage, but caught by Dagby for about a three-yard gain there down to the 24-yard line. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. South Lakes is going from our right to left, and on the near side, they had three receivers, two who were totally uncovered, which is why that tip ball still was caught. Dominions looked out of sorts throughout this game, but especially on this first drive here. And... If they're not able to change things up, this is going to get ugly, uglier than it already has been. Here's Dominion, uh, here's South Lakes now in the shotgun. Miles will give it to Napolitine. Napolitine gets into the secondary, and he'll be brought down by Trey Hayes, but there's a flag on the play. Looks like it's going to be against Dominion. Yeah, when, when Napolitine's been getting that ball, those holes have been huge, and he's just busting through them really quickly and getting to, to that second level. 9.45 left in this third quarter. Dominion down 14 to nothing, but that deficit looks like it's going to get bigger soon as South Lakes has looked unstoppable to start the second half. Ball at the nine yard, no, the four yard line of the Titans. Not far to go for the Seahawks to make this 21 nothing. Here's Miles in the shotgun. He'll give it to Napolitano. Napolitano takes a handoff. There's a flag on the play but he'll jump into the end zone for what looks to be a touchdown. Let's see what this flag is. That's going to be holding. That's going to come back for sure on the outside there. There is a Titan down on the play. We'll see what the flag is, but I, my guess is holding coming 10 yards back. And we'll see trainer Rick Atkins go out there to see to check on the injured player. Can't see his number from here, but never like to see injuries no matter what. 9.28 left in the third quarter. Titans losing 14 to nothing. And we'll get you an update on this injured player. Yep, Titans take a knee in the end zone as the refs mark off 10 yards there on that hold. Yet another Seahawk penalty hurting them as he was going to go in no matter what. They didn't need that, but that's going to help the Titans and hopefully they can make something happen here as the Seahawks are pushed back to their 15 and a half yard line. First and 15 it's going to be for them. And listen, they've shot themselves in the foot, but they still put themselves in position to win this game. And that's really saying a lot about their team and a lot about how Dominion has played so far. We're going to be taking a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. I'm J.P. Finley of NBC Sports Washington, and you are listening to Titans Football on the DHS Press Network. 
Go to dhspress.com for all the news Titans fans Hello need to know. Welcome I'm back to the Dominion Titans playing the South Lake Seahawks as the injured Dominion Titan is getting off the field right now. It looks to be Kobe Clay. First game back from injury for Clay, and he hasn't looked right all game. He's missed a lot of tackles, and he looks to be playing through at least one injury, maybe even more from how he's played. And for the senior, he's got to be hurting right now if he's coming out of this game. First game back from injury, he may have rushed back a little bit. Yeah, but they're going to need him. I mean, they need some defensive players to step up here, and no one's made a big play yet today on that side of the ball. Here is the ball spotted at the 15-yard line. South Lake's trying to make it 21 to nothing. First and 15 for them. They'll break the huddle. They've got three receivers to the far side. Here's Miles in the shotgun. Miles will fake the handoff and keep it himself. He's got a little bit of room in the middle, and he'll get about three yards on the play there on first down, setting up a second and goal from the 12-yard line. And all you can hope for at this point for Dominion is really trying to hold them to three points and then hopefully come out on offense and make something happen. But this, this, is the, this could be the game right here, Varun. Yeah, if they put a touchdown here, I don't know if Dominion's got the time or the firepower because their offense is predicated on the running game. And we know that running the ball takes up a lot of time. Trips to the far side now for the Seahawks. Low snap, but it's given to Napolitano. The senior running forward, and Nick Napolitano will go down to the three-yard line. Yeah, Jamari Robertson with a nice tackle from behind to take him down. And again, there's that D-line coming up big, and Robertson had a huge first quarter, and it looks like he's going to come out and start the third quarter the same way as he started the game. It's going to be important for them to get contributions from the defensive line, but the problem is these running backs, especially uh, Napolitano, have gotten to the second level of the defense way too easily. They're just get, they're gashing this Titans defense. Here he is from the shotgun. It's Miles, and there'll be a flag on the play. It's going to be offsides against the Titans. Another killer penalty on third and three. Looks like it's going to bring up a first down for the Seahawks. And you see Ferguson and the others on the line kind of upset with what happened there. They're without Jake Whipple today, who's going to be missing the game with an injury. So that's another injury that the Titans are going to have to deal with. But every team's dealing with injuries at this point in the year as early as it is. Here's Miles with a shotgun. He'll give it to his running back, number 23-23. Napolitano gets down to the one-yard line, but isn't going to score the touchdown just yet on the uh, first down run. Third down run. It's now fourth and goal from just inside the one-yard line. It looks like South Lakes is going to go for it. Uh, why wouldn't you go for it from the way this game's played out so far? You've gotten every bit of yardage so far. Fourth and one, seven and a half minutes left in the third quarter. Dominion losing 14 to nothing, trying desperately to get a huge stop here. If they get the stop here, this could be a momentum changer for this team. Here's Miles in the shotgun. He'll give it to Napolitano. Napolitano breaks a tackle. Almost brought down from behind by Thomas Waysgrass, but he'll get into the end zone for breaking a tackle. And it looked like it was going to be a great play there by Waysgrass, but he was not able to wrap up uh, the senior from South Lakes as he will get a touchdown, making it 20 to nothing now. Again, he's playing one-handed. He has a club on his right hand, and that did not help him on that play. But... Maybe they could have gone a little WWF and put some <laughs> weights in there to yeah. halftime. 
Here's a kick from Robles to make it 21-0. It's up and it's good. Splitting the uprights is Robles. That'll make it 21 to nothing. I mean, that play right there is the game. Yep. You have a chance to wrap him up, a chance to turn the ball over without giving up points, and you let him out, and he just falls over the goal line for a touchdown, and you go from momentum being on your side to now you're down 21 nothing, and you got a dejected sideline. A lot of players with their heads hanging a bit lower as Kobe Clay's limping pretty badly here on the sideline, holding his left hip. And he's gonna get. He's talking to Josiah Cody, another player who's suffering, who suffered a broken collarbone. I talked to Buck about him, and Buck said he doesn't know if uh, Josiah is gonna be back for the season at all. But I talked to Josiah, and he says he's hoping to be back for the Titans game against Woodgrove, which isn't too far away, just on October 12th, a few weeks from now. But that's obviously very different. Timelines given by the player and by the coach. Here's Robles to kick off from the 40. Here's a kick from Robles. It's a short one again, trying to keep the ball away from Zegby on. He'll get it on the hop at the 20 yard line and he will be brought down after about a six yard return there down to the 28 yard line of the Titans. Let's see if Aiden Dolan is still coming out there as Kobe Clay is going to be coming in again, braving through another injury. And let's see, Aiden Dolan still out there at quarterback. Let's see what he's able to do. Zegby was slow getting up from that tackle, and that is a player that they absolutely cannot lose. But he looks to be okay, but he is on the sideline to start the, start the first drive here. Yeah, he's going to take his helmet off as he sits down. Here's Dolan in the shotgun. Now seven minutes and 30 seconds left, first and 10 for the Titans. He'll, Dolan in the I formation. They'll give it to Gordy. Gordy's got room to run. Gordy is going to fall down after a gain of about six on the play down to the 34-yard line. Tackle made there by Isaiah williams before the senior for South Lakes. He's a big hitter there, and they're back in their secondary. He, he put Kobe Clay into the ground really hard earlier today, so he's making his presence known. Yeah. Big plays by everyone on this South Lakes defense. They're pitching a shutout right now. Dolan will come again out in the I formation. One receiver to either side. And he'll sneak it here trying to get that first down. And I think he's got it easily. And the Titans are going to get their first first down of the second half. And their third for this game I, overall. Actually, I don't think so, Varun. That was second and three. And the, where the refs are staying in, they're now down to third and one. I don't know why you're sneaking it on second and three. That's a weird call there, to say the least. I don't know what Coach Buck is thinking. You've got to at least give. I would throw it deep on that play, honestly. If you don't get it, you got third and short again. But now they're going to be faced with the third and one. They'll come out in the I formation again. Well, now I'd sneak it. <laughs> yeah, now you've got to sneak it. But now they've, now they're expecting the sneak, which doesn't really bode well. But here they'll give it to Gordy. Gordy's getting nothing. Stuffed in the backfield. The second effort still not going to get him there, as he's going to be wrapped up well short of the first down marker. And the Titans are not going to be able to get their first first down of the third quarter. Now, and Buck's family listen isn't going to like this, but. I don't know how you sneak it on second and three, get two and a half yards, and then not just do the same thing to get that half yard. You got to figure you can just fall forward, and that's a first down. This South Lakes defense has been getting a lot of penetration so far, and it's easy to see that it's not a good day for the Dominion Titans to be running the football, but <laughs> they can't throw it either. It's They've been inept offensively, to say the least, and they'll be forced to punt here. Lampy's going to catch this ball at about the tw his own 23. And a penalty here 
for the snap. It's going to be a false start against Dominion, pinning them back even further. Man, this is rough. This is really rough. Tough game for all three phases. And for South Lakes, I mean, they haven't been that sharp either, especially with their penalty situation. But with the way Dominion's playing, it hasn't mattered at all. Now, they have been sloppy with the penalties, but everything else has been pretty solid for them as far as execution goes. Now, here's Lampy punting from his own 19. The snap is high. He'll catch it. Barely gets the punt off. It's a bouncing one that bounces first at the 43, but it'll, bounce, it'll roll down to the 30-yard line, and that's where it'll be down by Bronson Hyatt. It's a 40-yard punt. Nothing on the return, so the, what looked like a really bad snap turned into a nice play thanks to Tony Lampy there. It's going to be interesting to see. We've got Ian Slebridge is in the game now. And Slebridge, a sophomore, also on the wrestling team. He's a big guy, already at 210 pounds as a sophomore. And he's a key piece already on this Titans defensive line. Not sure if the Titans are tired or the lack of one day of preparation has left them gassed or the win against Fakir or if they're just outmatching against this, tight, uh, this Seahawks team. But... It's been ugly so far as Miles is going to fake the handoff and pitch it forward for about a gain of four on the play. That's yeah, another shovel pass to Wilson Seneca. That's their second one of those on the night. And here comes Dominion. And keep in mind, they got back from Falkir pretty late as there's another lightning delay in last week's game. So they're down a lot of time, but that doesn't really excuse what they've been doing out there tonight. I mean, they've been shut out so far, so that's not good to say the least. They have not been shut out in any game so far this year. They're 2-1 and one on the season, in danger of falling to 2-2 two and two with a few tough conference games coming up. Low snap here to Miles. He'll keep it, and he'll get nothing. They are smothered at the line of scrimmage by multiple Titans, including Jamari Robertson. Yeah, he's been coming up big tonight for Dominion, and now you're looking at third and eight with 3.40 to go in the third quarter, and this is a must stop for Dominion. Third and eight, like you said, three and a half minutes left in the third quarter. 21-0 to score. South Lakes leading the Titans as we'll get ready here. For the Titans, the lo the, looking at the road ahead, next week they'll be playing here again at Parkview High School against Heritage. Uh, Heritage. Here's a snap to Miles. Miles got nothing. He'll be sacked, and the Titans will force a punt here. Yep, Jimmy Chris coming up big. And with the sack and forcing the punt, and that's what we wanted to see from that D-line. And those of you listening will be happy to know that Ian will be joining Varun next week back on the air, and I will be in my usual spot keeping stats. Yep. We've got thanks ev to everyone that came here to keep stats. Jackson, Clark, Becca, thank you so much to our producer, Becca, for showing up. We appreciate the help as they are going to punt now. The punter, Robles, catching the ball at his own 16. No b uh, issues this time, but it's a bad punt rolling down out of bounds at the 40-yard line. After they play Heritage on the 21st, they'll go to Riverside High School on the 28th. No word on whether we'll be broadcasting that one. But then they'll come back to Woodgrove on the 12th, and that's probably going to be the opening of the brand-new Dominion Titans field. And that'll be nice to see. We'll be broadcasting that game. And then we'll have, of course, the homecoming game going to be at that game as well against Loudoun County. Then they'll go to Valley on the 26th, and they'll... That'll be the last game of the season as the Parkview game was canceled and it looks like they're not going to have another game. No, and that'll be interesting to see how that does play out for playoffs. But that's a key stretch there. That Woodgrove is senior night, dedicating of the field right before homecoming. Here's his throw. And, oh, my God. 
Here's another high pass from Dolan that just sailed out of the hands of a uh, of a South Lakes defender, and there'll be a flag on the play. It's roughing the passer, so that's going to be 15 yards and a first down for Dominion, which saves them as thankfully Trey Hayes got his fingertips on that, which deflected it instead of it being intercepted. I've got to say, for the Titans, they haven't looked good, but this game isn't 100% over just because the Seahawks haven't been able to put their foot on the throat. Titans ball now at the 46-yard line of the Seahawks. Yeah, Dolan's only two for seven on the night for 20 yards. And you're going to need to go in the air to make up 21 points in just over a little, little quarter and two and a half minutes left. Dolan in the pistol. He'll catch the snap. Dolan rolls out. He's under pressure. He's going to be brought down. Many, many South Lakes players there, including number 59, Sean Pate. Five Seahawks on the sack. And it looks like they hurt one of their own falling on each other. <laughs> that was, I feel bad. If I was Aiden Dolan, I'd be looking at my offensive line saying, come on, guys. Five guys on me, and he had no time at all. He had no chance. Yeah, we're going to take 30 seconds to pause for this commercial break. Bookkeeping is hard. There's no way around it. It's tedious, time-consuming, and often difficult work. Why should you spend your weekends working on balance sheets and looking at income statements and bake reconciliations when you can go over to Lori Chris and have it done for you, all for one low monthly fee? To get your bookkeeping done for one low fee, call 703-304-5173. Once again, that's 703-304-5173. The Chris Accounting Group, monthly bookkeeping made simple. Bookkeeping is hard. There's no way around Hello, it. Welcome back to the Dominion Titans playing the South Lake Seahawks. South Lake's putting a beating on Dominion, but there's an injured uh, Seahawk on the field, number 24. Dylan White is going to come out of the game, sophomore linebacker and tight end. He's coming off the field with a slight limp now, followed closely by the Seahawks trainer. Yeah, let's go ahead and reset it. 2.14 left in the third quarter, second and 20 from the 44, Titans going from left to right. It's been tough sledding here for the Titans in this game so far offensively. Yeah, they've only got, I think, three first downs and one of those was due to a South Lakes penalty. So they've got the ball now at their own 49 yard line. Uh, no, at their own 44 yard line, my bad. As Dolan will take the snap from the pistol, he'll give it up the middle to Zegby. Zegby. First time this game getting a little bit of space and he'll get five down to the 49. 21-0 the score, Seahawks leading. They got their points from the running game. You got points from senior Nicholas Napolitano. And I think he scored all three touchdowns for them so far today. So he's had a monster game for them. Yeah, he's been running through some big open holes and he's just been having his choice of which way to go out yeah. there. And then he's gotten into the second level. In that second level, he's running over guys. I mean, the secondary is known. The secondary is known for tackling, but they haven't done a great job today. Here's Dolan now in the pistol. He'll take the snap, gives it to Kobe Clay. Kobe Clay breaks a tackle, but he'll be taken down behind the line of scrimmage at the 41. That looked like some pretty bad miscommunication there, and 
Third and 13, and you're running just a basic play, and you're, there's no way that's gonna be enough for the first down. Lampy's coming on the field to punt with one minute to go here in the third quarter. I mean, if you're Buck, it's not gonna be an easy third down, I mean, easy fourth down conversion, but can you afford to punt here, or is this him punting on the game as well? I don't know if he's punting on the game. I, th I think at this point, fourth and 16, you can't trust your offense enough, and you gotta hope that maybe you make a couple big plays in the fourth quarter. Yeah, it's you got to think about going to AJ Dar here. He's been shaky, but Dolan's been extremely shaky as well. And it's going to be inter interesting to see because the Titans are left with a lot of questions after this game as Lambie's kick is a good one down to the, about the 7-yard line where Dagby will catch it. Dagby's got a hole. Dagby with room. Dagby breaks one tackle, spins out of another, but his the Dominion player there, Trey Hayes, holds on to his leg there, just getting enough of him. But it looks like Hayes comes up a little bit gimpy, holding his left toe. 44 yards on the punt, 30 on the return. I mean, you were talking earlier about maybe getting Trey Hayes some snaps at quarterback, but why not run that Philly special play? <laughs> that came in on our special text line that only secret insiders have. Yeah, it's gonna. the Titans got to do something. Trick plays, switch quarterbacks. Throw out the playbook and find a new one. Do something, but because what's going on right now is definitely not working. Maybe bring Ferguson in at fullback on third and one and let him just barrel forward. Miles will fake the handoff and throw it. It's high into the air, but will be caught by uh, Joe Gabby. No, incomplete on the play. Dagby not able to come up with a high pass, and it'll be second and ten for Dominion. I, if they don't come out of this game, you'd at least like to see them show a little bit of fight to bring into their next game against Heritage because Heritage is going to be a conference game. And when the conference game starts rolling around, you've got to make sure that you're ready. And right now they're not showing that. Trey Hayes is going to come out of the game here. Uh, not sure if he's injured or just getting a breather. He's going to take off his helmet. And South Lakes is going to come out in the shotgun, but the play is blown dead. It's going to be a false start here. Second and 15 now for South Lakes. Let's yeah. see what's... It's been a sloppy game all around. A lot of penalties on both sides. Maybe that extra day is affecting them in regards to that. And if you want to be positive for Dominion, if they don't come out with a win, at least they do get an extra day of preparation for Heritage with not having a game tomorrow. That's true. Gives their guys another day to heal up from what's honestly been an extremely disappointing performance so far. Hayes is on the sideline. His helmet is off. Not sure what's with him. He's going to be. Ta he's talking with one of the coaches. He's got. He's coming back to the sideline. I think he's going to be coming back in either on this play or on the next, stretching out a little bit. Here's South Lakes in the shotgun. Miles will drop back to pass. It's another screen pass. Nicholas Napolitino, he's got blocks. He's got room to run. He's down at the 40-yard line, and he'll be taken down. Vicious hit there by two Titans, including A.J. Dar at the 37-yard line. Dar taking out the frustration of this game and the season out on that poor running back. But big gain for the Seahawks, and they'll be into Titan territory. Yeah, Kobe Clay was in on that tackle as well, but that's tough. I mean, they set that play up beautifully. Titans had put on a lot of pressure. They just dumped it off to him, and he was off and running, easy first down, and that's going to be it for the third quarter, Varun. What is Dominion going to need to do here in the fourth? Pray. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I've got for them right now. You've been inept in all three phases of the game. You haven't been able to get more than three first downs, but defensively you haven't stopped the run. You haven't stopped the pass. You've been beaten by screen passes. And in special teams, you're getting great punts, but you're not able to cover them. You missed a field goal. 
I mean, it's it's rough all around right now, and I'm pretty sure Coach Buck is not going to be happy to say the least after this performance. No, not at all. And his family listening is probably not going to text or call him tonight on his drive <laughs> home. And I feel sorry for his students tomorrow, but you know what? There is a quarter left to play. Dominion has shown an explosiveness this year. They did it against Clark County on this field, and you can't you can't count them out of the game just yet. It is first down for the Seahawks on the 37. So let's see what Dominion can do as the Seahawks come out of their huddle. Here they come out of the huddle now. Shotgun look here. Miles in the shotgun. He's got Napolitino next to him. He'll get he'll give it to Napolitino, and Napolitino's gashing this defense again. He's at the 10. He's at the five, and he will go in another touchdown. And that looks to be, like Steve Buckhans would say about the Wizards, a dagger for the Titans. 27 to nothing now. The score, 11 minutes and 51 seconds left in this game. And the Titans, a bad night just got a lot worse as Napolitino is going to go in for another touchdown, his fourth of the night, scoring all four for the Seahawks so far. They'll come out for the kick here. Robles here from the 10-yard line, a 20-yard for the extra point. To make it 28 to nothing, here's Robles. The snap, the kick is up, and it's good. 28 nothing the score now. Seahawks leading. Well, apparently Buck didn't pray on that one, Varun. <laughs> and yet again, now I think everyone wants to know why your parents don't like you if you are a Wizards fan. Listen, listen, I was born in D.C. My dad moved here in 1993. It's been a long road. It's been a tough road. But listen, like we saw with the Capitals, the struggle makes the eventual victory all that much sooner. And whether it's going to be with this John Wall team or whatever team they come up with in the future, somehow, please, don't be bad. Fire Ernie Grunfeld. I like to say that right now. It's been 15 years since he got hired. No results. A lot of missed draft picks. A lot of bad free agents. Jan Mahimi, Andrew Nicholson, Jason Smith. I don't need to say any more names. It's getting too painful for me. A little bit emotional right now. Ball at the 40-yard line as Robles is about to kick off. And the Titans are going to need some sort of spark here. Now, are you going to play with the Wizards on, what is it, 2K19? Uh, we'll see. No, you don't. See, we'll see, not a true fan. Not a well, true fan. I mean, I've played with them so far, but playing with Dwight Howard is a rough thing even for me. <laughs> One of my least favorite players now playing for my favorite team. Here's Robles with the kickoff from the 40. It's another short kick. Here's Zegby now catching at the 15, trying to make something out of nothing. Zegby, he's got room down the sideline. Zegby's got room to run. He's got one man to beat. He beats him. Steve Zegby, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Steve Zegby on the kickoff return, ending the shutout and the scoring drought for the Titans. Steve Zegby goes 85 yards on the scamper, giving Dominion their, fourth, their first points of the night, making it 28 to 6 and maybe we have a miracle in the works here at Parkview High School. Maybe, maybe they just heard us talking Wizards and they said, let's put some points let's on the board. Let's put some points on, I can't hear any more Wizards talk. <laughs> I mean, that, that was awesome by Zegby. He went untouched, great blocking, great moves by him, had just the kicker left, and well, that was embarrassing for the kicker. I mean, listen, I've, uh, one guy on ESPN was saying how the kicker was the best job. You get embarrassed, no one cares, because you're the kicker. And here's Lampion now, the Dominion's kicker, and a formidable one to say the least for the extra point to make it 28 to seven. The snap is good, the kick is up, and it is good, 28 to seven the score now, and the Titans, seemingly dead in the water, now have a bit of life. On the 85 yard kickoff return by Steve Zegby, 11 minutes left in this fourth quarter, 28 to seven the score, first and 10 
is about to come up after this kickoff for the South Lake Seahawks. And if you're the Dominion defense, you got to use this momentum to get a quick three and out. I mean, you got a kicker like Tony Lampy, who can, who's got a big leg, but now I might want to think about what he can do on an onside kick. Your defense hasn't been able to do anything. Your special teams just created something. Do you try to keep it going with your special teams and surprise them here? I think it might be a little bit early for an onside kick. If you get it to 28-14, then I'd think about it. But 28-7, you got a long ways to go. And this defense hasn't looked, although they did give up the touchdown on that last possession, they've looked a little bit more competent so far. So I think you got to ride with uh, Jamari Roberts and Jimmy Chris and the rest of the guys that got you to where you've been so far. All right, we'll have to wait and see what happens as both teams come out for the kickoff. Tony Lampy's really been a great story for this Dominion Titans team, a center back for their soccer team who's, who he's going to play for in the spring. He's been a great kicker with a big leg and honestly a lot of accuracy. Here he is now kicking off from his own 40. Let's see what the Titans decide to bring up here. And he's going to kick it deep here, a booming kick here into the end zone. That'll be a touchback, and it's going to be Marcus. It's going to be... Marcus Miles, Marcus Miles and the South Lakes offense trying to protect this now small shrinking lead. Yeah, let's see what Ferguson, Chris Robertson and the rest of this defense can do out there. I mean, at this point with this much time left on the clock, you, you gotta think it's three and out. It's three and out or nothing. You gotta be selling out. I mean, it's gotta be all hands on deck right now. You got Brendan Dillon in the game now playing opposite Steve Zegby at corner. It looks like Miles Gordy is not in the game, if I'm not mistaken. He's, no, he's on the bench here he's on with the bench. his helmet off. Maybe an injury as the first play is a run and powering through the defense is the South Lakes running back, and that's going to be a first down, and the hopes of the three and out are gone as quickly as <laughs> they started. Yeah, and that goes back to, I mean, maybe you got to just try something different, and maybe you should have done onside kick. Yeah, you would have given him great field position, but they're already at great field position, and Buck's calling his first time out of the second half. Yeah, Coach Buck is not happy, to say the least. It's been a frustrating night for him. It's been a frustrating night for the Titans. A seeming glimpse of hope from the kickoff return by Zegby has now been extinguished by the powerful run there by Nicholas Napolitino. And if he listens to this broadcast, I apologize for the butchering that's, the butchering that's occurred with your name so far. I think butchering would be the right word there. Butchering Barun. would be the right word. Pronunciation, always an important thing for a sportscaster, something I'm striving to work for even to this day. Ball, oh, and it looks like there's a Titan. Nope. No, there's just a timeout here. Yeah. Dominion using its first timeout. And I, I understand partly the rationale behind Buck's decision, but you're going to want these timeouts later in the game. Yeah, you do, but you got to find a way to get this defense settled down. I mean, I can't believe that our D-line is just being pushed around like that, especially with the size that we have out there. You've got guys like Jamari Robertson six, listed at 6'1", 260. You've got Jimmy uh, Ethan Ferguson, 6'3", 290. You've got Christ out there at 6'7", 270. I mean, and, and they're just being pushed aside and big holes are opening up there on the line. They are missing Jacob Whipple, a big member of the defensive line, but that's no excuse for the ineptitude they've shown so far. Here come the, C uh, the South Lake Seahawks and it looks like Earl is going to get, James Earl is going to get about six yards on the play there, bringing up a second and five. AJ Dar with the tackle on that play. He's been 
a relatively contributing player on defense, making plays. I mean, he hasn't played quarterback so far today. I don't know if that's due to his hand injury or Coach Buck's decision, but he he's become a good teammate playing on defense. Yeah, we'll have to check in with Buck after this game and find out what happened, but I would think either way, everything's got to be on the table for next week. A fake handoff there as Miles is brought down, not after throwing after throwing an incomplete pass in the direction of Joe Dagby was the intended receiver on the play. Kobe Clay with the quarterback knockdown, and after the injury, Kobe Clay missed a few tackles, but he's been effective so far. He's got He's leading the team in tackles so far, and he's had a few plays on the quarterback, made a few nice plays running the ball on offense. And for the senior, he's missed tackles to be sure, but in a game full of disappointments, he's been one relatively bright spot. Here come the Titans again, a handoff to Earl, and he should have been brought down behind the line, but he'll score it forward for about two on the play. Yeah, it's only two, but it's another play that should have been negative yards, ends up being positive yards, it brings up fourth down. Now just reading the stats on those guys on the line, those are some big boys. For those of you that don't know Varun, he is probably topping off at about 570 and 85 pounds soaking wet. Soaking so wet. I don't know what those kids are eating. And they must be lifting some heavy weights, maybe some shake weights in the weight, in the weight room to get, get them bulked up like that. Titans are going to get the ball back as the punt from Robles is nearly blocked. A player on Dominion got speared. It's going to bounce, the ball's going to bounce down to about the 22 yard line of the Titans. And they're going to have a ways to go here to try making it 28 to 7. Defense did its job there, maybe a little bit longer of a drive than they would have liked. But nevertheless, the result is still the same. And we'll see what Aiden Dolan is able to do with this offense. Now, that, that's probably their best defensive series that they've had all game. I mean, they might have given up that first play for a first down, but they really shut them down. First down on about the 23-yard line, and here's their chance to make something happen and make this one a game. Yeah, ball at the 23-yard line for the Titans, first and 10. First and 10 for the Titans, they'll come out in the pistol. Here's Dolan, twins to the near side. Dolan's gonna roll out to his left. Dolan's gonna move back to his right. Dolan looking for room, finding none, brought down at the line of scrimmage. Dolan on the keeper getting nothing on the play. Yeah, right now on the bench, we see Kobe Clay, we see Miles Gordy, we see some key guys there. And that's going to leave it up to probably Zegby and Trey Hayes to make something happen here on this drive. And of course, it's going to be up to the quarterback, Aiden Dolan. Dolan now in the shotgun. Dolan drops back, throws a Really inaccurate pass there. They're looking for Robbie Fry in that play who was slanting across the middle there. They had Trey Hayes going deep trying to open up that spot for Fry, but that pass falls a little short. Third and 12 now for the Titans. Nine minutes and 18 seconds left in the game. They're going to need to get something going here, and they're going to need it to get going fast. They'll line up in the pistol. Dolan now in the pistol, Zegby behind him. Dolan's gonna take the snap and he's gonna be forced to make a play. He's rolling out, throws to the near side, the far side of the field, caught by Trey, 
incomplete by Trey Hayes on the passer, and that'll bring up a fourth down. Yeah, that was a sliding attempt by Hayes, hit his left hand. I got to say, that was actually a pretty impressive throw by Dolan, rolling out to his right, and he fired it on a line right to him, but just a little, a little too wide for Hayes to pick up that one. That would have been a first down. That would have been key. Now we're looking at fourth and 12, and they are going to be punting. Punting it. I yeah, we've got Lankby on the field here. This is... I don't think Buck has any confidence in his offense at the moment. And they're going to be punting. Here's Lampy from his own 10. Maybe have Lampy throw it? He did play quarterback down at Parkview, so he's got the ability. But he's going to punt it here. Beautiful punt here. He's had some great punts so far. Dagby catches it at the 28. Dagby's got room to run, though. Dagby make it, cutting through a hole. He'll be brought down but not after going down at the 49-yard line. That was a 49-yard punt, 20 on the return. I mean, that's an amazing punt, but you can't give up 20 on that return. That's a college-level kicker right there for you and Tony Lampy. 8.56 to play, first and 10 for the Seahawks on their own 49-yard line. Titans down to only two timeouts. That may be a factor if they can put another score up on the board. Yeah, but I mean, with the score being as it is and South Lakes having the ball, it's going to be tough for the Titans to contemplate a, a comeback here under nine minutes now. They'll give the ball to Nicholas Napolitino, sticking with what works. Napolitino cuts to the outside. He's got room to run. He gets a first down, and he'll be brought down inbounds by two Titans. Looks like... Zegby on the tackle there, and Napolitano will get the first down, continuing what's been a great night for him. Yeah, he's a smaller back listed at only 5'9", but he's been making some huge runs and running all over the Titan D tonight. Yeah, he's 5'9", 170, and that 170 is really doing him some good as he's broken a few tackles today, breaking tackles from guys like Kobe Clay, Jamari Robertson, and I think even Jimmy Christ once, so... He's really made an imp he's made his mark on the game today, and I thought it would be Joseph Dagby that would be the primary contributor, but Napolitino has been spectacular. They'll give it to him again, feeding the beast. The beast will get six yards before being brought down. And this Titans D just looks a little bit deflated out there. They've got to be tired. I mean, Seahawks have been winning big on the time of possession. It's been a frustrating game for the Titans, especially for their defense. The defense didn't look good to start the game, but they've been better than the offense, at least, who's really uh, regressed from last week where they put up 21 points, and now we're looking at seven that they didn't put up. Offense has been held scoreless so far, only points coming on the Zegby kickoff return. They'll give it again to Napolitino, and he'll squirt forward for about three on the play down to the 29-yard line. Eight and minutes left in the game, second and, no, third and about one left for the uh, Seahawks. Dar on the tackle. Yeah, you see a little bit of frustration there in that D-line with a little bit extra shoving after that play. You can just tell that they are gassed and frustrated at their performance tonight. But third down, and... Here's a big play. Let's see if that big D-line is going to be able to come up for the Titans. From here, if they're not able to get the first down, it's a about a 47-yard field goal, which isn't easy for any high school kicker. But let's see what happens here. From the shotgun, they'll give it to Napolitino. Napolitino is going to get the edge easily and the first down, and he'll be brought down at about the 21. 
giving the Seahawks a fresh set of downs as they'll move the chains. Yeah, he got past that marker without even anyone within a couple of yards of him. And they just set the edge and they just pinned Dominion inside and easy first down. If you're the Titans, I mean, if you're Coach Buck, what do you say to your team? Let's get ready for Heritage. Yeah, I mean. Forget it after tonight. Yeah. I mean, he, he's always been great with that, whether it's a win or a loss. I mean, you always see him the next week, and it doesn't matter. And he says, well, we need to get ready for our next game. And the next game is always the biggest game. We always ask him at the start of the year, what game do you have circled? And he always says, it's the first game, that's and that's the, the only game. Here is Miles from the shotgun. He'll give it to Napolitino again. Napolitino's not going to get anything on that play. A surprising effort on the play as he'll only get one before being brought down. Yeah, they've been splitting um, possession. So every time Napolitano's out there, then he takes off a series, then he comes back out, and they've really been running him. I think that's five or six in a row. Yeah. So if I'm Dominion, I might think that at this point they might try to switch something up on him. It's interesting to see how this Dominion team will respond because last year, if you remember, they lost 42-10 to in a blowout to the same South Lakes team but were able to rebound through the season as they made the playoffs after losing their starting quarterback. They're going to have to do something pretty similar this year as they're going to have to deal with a different starting quarterback as I'll give it to Dagby now. Dagby with room to run. Dagby is going to break out of a tackle, makes a move. Dagby 10-5, touchdown. What a play from Joseph Dagby. Oh my goodness, what a play. We knew how dangerous he was coming into this game, and he just showed it right there, breaking through not one, not two, but three tackles en route to a 13-yard, a 21-yard touchdown for Joseph Dagby, his first of the day. Yeah, that was that was Dominion tackling yeah. tonight. I mean, he just went through one guy, two guys, three guys, and then just tackled into the end zone. That is that is rough. Yeah, here's a kick from Robles is up and it's good. And we've got 550 left in this game. So let's talk about another Robles, Victor Robles for the Nationals. He and Juan Soto are two players that, although the season has been largely disappointing for Washington, I'm extremely excited about their future. All right, looks like we moved to Nats Talk Live here. Nats Talk Live here, we're ready. Press. I'm Dan Coco, I'm joined by Mark Z uh, Zuckerman from Masson Sports, and we're ready to take you through the Washington Nationals. So, I mean, you're a Mets fan, I'm sorry to say, and I'm very sorry for you, <laughs> to say the least. It's, it's been rough throughout this year. You guys started off hot, but recently it's been a struggle, to say the least. Yeah, too bad the season isn't just 11 games. <laughs> or we would have been in the World Series, but I am looking for that top five pick. But if I'm the Nats, to be honest... I mean, I, I was listening today, and I, I like the idea. You re-sign Harper, and you trade Robles to get a front-line pitcher because you can't count on Strasburg. You got Scherzer. Fetty's looked awesome, and maybe you got to get rid of Robles because you don't know what you have in him. You know you got a star in Soto. You know you yeah. got a rock-solid player in Eaton. You know you got a MVP-caliber player in Harper. Why let him go? Here's a squib kick now for South Lakes, and it looks like – the Dominion player just took a knee there. I don't know if it was intentional or if he just slipped. Bronson Hyatt took a knee on the play at the 29-yard line, and that's where the Dominion offense will start. See, I'm not too keen on trading Robles simply because you don't have a center fielder in that, and out of all those guys, I don't trust any of them to play a good center field. Eden's coming off many injuries. Harper's not a good defensive player. And Soto, let's stick to batting for Soto for now because defensively it's been rough. 
But uh, I like the idea of trading Eden and maybe packaging him with Michael A. Taylor to get a guy, and then maybe signing a guy like Patrick Corbin from the Diamondbacks in the winter. But that's all a long ways away. Let's see what Dominion's able to do here. Ball at the 30-yard line. Dolan alone in the empty gun. He'll take the snap, roll right. Dolan fires complete. And right now it's all about getting some confidence for Dolan as he'll throw a three-yard pass to Trey Hayes there on first down, bringing up a second and seven. That was strong execution, though, by the longtime friends, and that's really what you've been wanting to see, and, and I agree with you. Now it's just setting the table for next week. But to go back to that, being a longtime Mets fan, I know what it's like when you hold on to top prospects and you hope that they come through. Soto has done it, and maybe you just say, okay, I've got my outfield. I got Michael A. Taylor as my defensive replacement in the late innings because really what's hurt them is their starting pitching depth. And it's Ivan Bardalas now playing running back as Steve Zegby seems to have been taken out of the game. Here's Dolan now running for the first down. He's going to get that first down before he's brought down at the 41. Good play there by Dolan using his legs. And that's two productive plays in a row for the Titans. And in a night that's been marked by disappointment, the, the small victories are the ones you're looking for right now. Exactly, because again, you're playing a bigger school where even though you lose... It still benefits you right. when it comes time for right. the playoffs. You've got Heritage next week. And again, on our special text line, we got, uh, we've got a listener, Phil, who wants more Nats talk. But Phil, I'm sorry, we are going to stick to the game as Dominion <laughs> is driving. Dominion now with the ball at the 41-yard line. Dolan in the pistol. First and 10. Dolan's going to roll to his right. Dolan... Looking to run, no, he's gonna throw. Firing down the field to Bronson Hyatt. It's caught, Hyatt makes the catch and he'll be brought down at the 20 yard line. 15. 15 yard line. 15 yard line for Bronson Hyatt. That's a big play for the Titans. About 44 yards on the pass from Dolan to Hyatt. And listen, we haven't seen him go down the field at all so far. And to see him go that way uh, late in the game is a great sign for Dominion. Yeah, great job by Hyatt breaking open and making a great catch and holding on as Seahawks were trying to rip that ball from him. And Titans have life. Here is Dolan now. Dolan is going to throw. No, he'll be brought down. The ball is loose. The ball like came out at up. the end of the play, but it looks like Aiden Dolan fell on it just in time. He'll be sacked, brought down for a loss of about four on the play back to the 19-yard line of C uh, the Seahawks. Almost said Seattle on that. <laughs> yeah, you get, it gets confusing with some of these nicknames. Yeah, it's just lucky I'm not calling Dominion Tennessee right now because let's just say that there's two quarterbacks wearing number eight for both teams, and neither have been playing well so far this season. As a longtime Marcus Mariota fan, Ugh. I have to say it's looking pretty rough for my guy. Yeah, I had this argument last year with Wyatt, and he was contending that Mariota was a top 15 quarterback in the league, and I thought that was laughable. And I'm happy to say, Wyatt, if you're listening, I was right. <laughs> yeah, Mariota has not developed in the way that I thought he would, but... He's been playing in a terrible offense for the first few years of his career with Mike Malarkey there. And now he's moving to a more open offense with Matt LaFleur. This is the same offense you saw, you saw with Kyle Shanahan in Atlanta and then with the Redskins, with Sean McVay, and the, then with the Rams. I'm slightly optimistic that he's going to look better than he has so far. And I'm slightly optimistic I'll be telling you next year that I was right again. <laughs> 
Dolan now 4 of 11. Not a great percentage, but he's looked sharper on this drive than he has all day. Ball at the 19-yard line. Three and a half minutes left. Second and 16 for Dominion. 35 to 7 the score. Titans playing for pride. Dolan takes a snap. Rolls to his right. Steps up in the pocket. He's got a little bit of room to run. He does. He turns the corner. Dolan will go down at the 8-yard line. Falling forward, and that's a good showing of his elusiveness by Aiden Dolan. Yeah, that was exactly what you were talking about back in the first quarter. Of let's see him make a play with his legs, and that was a really impressive play right there. But again, clock is ticking. You've got to move a lot faster. You talked about how Steve Zegby's been the lead back and how he's taken this job in what has been a crowded backfield. Darius Brown recently transferred from Dominion to O'Connell High School. Is that Bishop O'Connell High School? Yes, it is. That's where former Dominion running backs coach Tim Carper is now coaching there as well. So there's a connection there as Zegby's going to power forward for about a gain of two. It brings up fourth down, and you're obviously going forward here with yeah. only two and a half to play. And you got to put the ball in the air, I think, at this point. You got to put the ball in the air and put the ball in position for these playmakers because right now the playmakers have been silent for most of this game. Dominion's calling another timeout. And again, if you're going to hope for a miracle comeback, you probably would have needed those. I mean, I think for Coach Buck, he's realized that he wants to get this, this play here is extremely important, not for the score because. Scores out of reach, but I think it's very important for the psyche of this team, which is led not mostly by juniors like uh, by seniors like they were last year with guys like J.D. Pierre, George Richardson, Thomas Jarman. But instead, this year they're going to be led by a bunch of juniors. You've got Hayes, you've got Dolan, you've got Dar, you've got Zegby, and those guys are the key pieces on this team. And I haven't even mentioned Jimmy Christ yet. It's a star-studded junior class, one I'm proud to be a part of, but. The fact that you have a young team is a blessing and in ways a curse. You get these guys for one more year after this one, but they've got to develop more this year. Yeah, the key will be, and again, I think that's the, the trademark Buck team, is that they get better as the year goes on. Yeah. I mean, they didn't let obstacles derail them last year, mm -hmm. and he's always gotten prepared and improving throughout the year. Here and the Titans come now for a fourth and three from the six-yard line trying to make this a 35-13 to 13 game with two minutes and 19 seconds. And the eight fans are cheering loudly and... <laughs> it's a flag. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be on the tight. It looks to be a false start there yeah. on Dominion. And a bad night just got worse. Yeah, maybe that whisper that they heard from the crowd really threw them off there. <laughs> Someone moved early. I mean, it really is... It's disappointing to see a lack of students at the game. Thursday night, doesn't matter. You're five minutes down the road. It's not like Parkview is far away from Dominion, and they just didn't show up. I think it's less the fact that the, uh, that about Dominion's football culture because we see a great crowd at most of these football games, but I think it's the fact that the game was moved to Thursday, the other conflicts. It's not Friday Night Lights anymore for that those people. As oh. Dolan is brought down about 15 yards behind the line of scrimmage at the 25, and the Seahawks are celebrating, and they should be. They've put a absolute beating on this Dominion team, including quarterback Aiden Dolan, who's had a difficult day, both running and passing the ball. It's been tough for him to get any space to do anything. And the Titans are most likely gonna be ending this game on defense with two minutes and 11 seconds left. 
Score is 35 to seven. First down and 10 for South Lakes at their 26 yard line. But if I'm Dominion, I'm looking for positives out of this game if I can. Well, number one, Zegby's definitely a weapon with that kickoff yeah. return and what he can do. You gotta get the ball in his hands more. And I think that last drive, even though it didn't end in points, was the best one for the offense all game. And if you're only gonna have one good one, it might as well be the last one. Here is Earl now getting about eight on the play. 12, first 12 down. 12 on the play, he got the first down indeed. Down at about the 38 yard line. Tackle made by Jamari Robertson. And we got a request from Dominion announcer, Mr. Hicks, to talk Lions football, but we don't talk about Pop Warner football on this broadcast. Oh, getting beat by the Jets on opening night by a rookie quarterback is a tough look, to say the least. Yeah, Matt Stafford I, I, now has, I think, 11 games where he's thrown at least three interceptions. So it's, 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 it's a tough time to be a Lions fan. And I have him on both my fantasy teams, so uh, I, I do have him up on the trade block for a kicker in next year's draft. Here is the handoff now up the middle. Here is where he's going to be brought. No, he breaks through the tackle from Hayes, and Hayes is looking for the big hit there, but you got to just wrap up, go lower, maybe bring him down for the midsection instead of going high because they've had problems with tackling, to say the least. Yeah, he was looking to strip the ball, which I understand, and, and then you wrap him up. Hayes comes off the field. He's obviously pretty tired from playing both sides of the ball all night long. And that whole defense has got to be gassed. I mean, they've been just running and running the clock, running the clock, running the clock, and just pounding them. And we got a Seahawk down on the field. Cannot see the number from here. It looks to be as he's getting up now. So that's a good sign, number 79. Eric Trittinger, the junior, and he's going to walk off the field on, under his own power. So that's a good sign. Yeah. Last thing you want here is some injuries sustained to either team. Yeah, we got one more station identification for you. We'll be back in 10 seconds. I'm J.P. Finley of NBC Sports Washington, and you are listening to Titans Football on the DHS Press Network. Go to dhspress.com for all the news Titans fans need and to know. we're back I'm here in the closing minutes of this game. Two No, less than two minutes ago. We're about a minute left in this game, and it looks like the... And it, South Lakes is going to win this game easily. They'll hand it up the middle here to number 22, Donovan White, and he'll just get about six yards before being brought down. And the clock is under a minute now. The clock is stopped as they move the chains, but and yeah. now it's going to start up again. 35-7 to is going to be our final score as South Lakes puts another beating on Dominion. They beat him by 32 a year ago. They beat him by 28 this year. Different cast of characters, similar result. Yeah. And 40 I, seconds and counting down. I think this is probably going to be the toughest opponent the Titans face all year. Yeah. And so with that being under their belt at this point, they've got an eight days until their next game against Heritage. They've got to use it to get ready and to try to make a statement in the conference that they're still going to be the team to beat. Yeah, White, another handoff here. He'll get about seven before being brought down. We'll be bringing you that Heritage game live again here from Parkview High School as Dominion continues to try and get their field ready for competition. Looks like both teams are going to head off the field. The game is over. South Lakes wins 35-7 to as both teams get ready for the handshake. Dominion only puts up seven points off a Steve Zegby kickoff return. I'm Varun Shunker. He's Mr. Schwartz. Thank you so much for listening to this DHS Press edition of Titans Football.